everybody, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical Podcast, where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm your host, Jarrell, and I have a very special guest today, but I'm going to leave his introduction for last, not because I'm saving the best for last, not because he's my favorite person. Uh, all right, so, <laughs> Brandon, hey. Hey, guys, what's up? Kelly's here. Hi, everybody. I guess I'm not the favorite, but okay. <laughs> Gabe's here, but he just totally walked away and he's doing some weird stuff in the background. And we have my wonderful friend Grayson, who is recently the uh, lead editor's lead guides editor at uh, Game Rant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, I got it right. I got it right. Hi. Thank I'm, you so uh, much. Shit. Here's my table. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm so excited to be on here. Like, I, I've been watching you guys every week, so it's. It's going to be fun to actually like be part of the conversations and I, I, whatnot. I am so excited to have you, and I hope that you're ready for our crazy nonsense. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be yeah. fun. Uh, so the fir- first, the biggest thing for me that I wanted to talk about is for anyone who's watching, you might notice that um, all of us are wearing very special uh, clothing today. Because by the time you hear this podcast, yes, Superman it up. By the time you hear this podcast, we will have our Teespring shop completely available and we're all wearing our hp critical logo shirts which thank you guys for wearing them today you all look fucking great everybody's beautiful so i was doing i was showing it off i was doing that crab walk oh like, that's what that was it. okay yeah. i wasn't sure i just i thought you were trying to show off your cool tattoos um speaking yeah, of these two you see him yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and one more <laughs> yeah I understood all of it. I worked today. I feel good today. I'm happy. No, I'm happy for you. Honestly, I still think that Grayson has the best tattoos ever. They're very no, hipster, I'm... but they look so cool. I'm sorry. But yours are definitely second place, game. For mm, sure. No, it's okay. Oh, no, I like that. Oh, oh, nice. See? I like Oh, I like that one. That's cool. It's See? okay. I'm going to get my next three tattoos and I'll come back. We'll... And then I'll say that you're Some my favorite. Jokes. You have my favorite tattoos. Um, so yeah, first, the first thing I want to do though is explain exactly what the logo means to anyone who's watching and doesn't know. So, uh, I am a really huge fan of two of the three of these swords on here. I'm not a great fan of the third <laughs> one, but <laughs> when I was, when I was in the process of working with, uh, the artist who created this, Fabian, who's really awesome, um, we were talking about representations of some of, like, the really prolific video game things that I love and I know that a lot of my friends love, which includes, uh, Kingdom Hearts Final Fantasy and the Master Sword from The Legend of Zelda, uh, and Woo! this lovely little, um, HP bar here, stolen completely from, uh, Kingdom Hearts, because it's another great series. And obviously the Pokeball, because I'm a huge Pokemon fan. Um, the logo goes with the name HP Critical, because if you are actually looking at it, your HP is pretty fucking critical by the time that you um, are looking at the logo. And so that's where our slogan comes in, which is Daily Potions for Life's Critical Moments, which are on the back of all your shirts. Um, so that's the logo. That's the slogan. Uh, and the colors are representative of the three big companies. So you got the blue for PlayStation, the green for Xbox, and the red for... Um, Nintendo. Uh, and I did want to do that because I know that some people might not understand exactly what the logo means, but that's what it is. And it goes with our um, slogan and it goes with our website. And I'm very proud of it. And it looks really awesome. I have actually the rose tattooed from the logo here. I just don't have all the stuff around it. Maybe eventually one day I'll go back to it. And you will be able to purchase not only these shirts and this lovely sweater that I'm wearing, but... <laughs> And for everyone listening, I'm showing off this awesome HP yeah! 
So uh, one side has the HP Critical podcast crew logo, and the other side has the HP Critical logo on it, and they come in a bunch of different colors. I bought one in purple because, uh, honestly, purple is our unofficial uh, HP Critical color. Uh, and mint green, which you can't really tell. We also have this really awesome, which I'm showing off now for everyone listening, this really awesome blanket, which feels really looks great. So and it looks mm. so good in person. The printing is really awesome. And if you buy the blanket, it's another one of our products that also has the um, HP Critical Podcast Crew on it. So it comes with the logo and it comes with the podcast crew on there. Um, and we also have a bunch of other stuff. Um We've got leggings that I'm going to eventually buy. We have these awesome mugs as well, which have on the front the HP Critical Podcast crew, and on the back they also have the logo. we got a bunch of shit. Uh, and if you're listening to this, you're going to get a percentage off of the store when That's I right. find out how it works. So you got to listen next week to get the code for the percentage off. How's that? Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for being here for another week. Thank you all for repping HP Critical. You all look fucking beautiful. And I think we should get started because I talk too much. No so, you. Huh? Did no you say you. no you? Thank you. I really tried today. I put on a little bit of makeup. And that's my one nice thing for Jarrell for the week. Wow. <laughs> I put on a little bit of makeup. Oh. I don't know if you can tell. And that's all I get. I also just wanted to say, if anybody gets the PCP, the uh, Podcast Crew Pillow, if you want to draw a little heart on my cheek and sleep with it face up, I'm okay with that. Just throwing that out there. Alright, so some of the biggest things to happen this week in gaming, because we're, you can do whatever you'd like to Gabe's face if you buy the pillow. Uh, some of the biggest things that happened this week in gaming include uh, the fact that we got a ton of analytics from Nintendo for their um, annual review of the amount of fucking shit that they sold because Nintendo's just rich as fuck. Uh, we saw a little bit from Sony as well, so I think I want to start by not talking about that because I completely forgot that the first thing I want to say is it's Black History Month, so happy Black History Month to everybody who's listening. And I yeah. do want to start by talking about some of the stuff that I've seen happening for Black History Month and just ask you guys like how you feel about uh, how some of these companies are handling it. I know I'm the only black person here. I get it. But I still want to talk to you guys about, you know, how you feel about some of this stuff, whether you feel like it's performative action, whether you think they could be doing more, um, whether you think it's a good idea. Um, do you do you see, you know, people having issues with it? Um, and then I want to talk about a little bit more controversial stuff. And then we're going to get into the fun stuff, which is talking all about the analytics for Nintendo and PlayStation and how everyone and their mom has Animal Crossing right now. Uh, and then, you know, there's also, <laughs> except for, except for Kelly, we gotta get you Animal Crossing. And, uh, there's also Google Stadia, that, that whole issue. Um, but, sorry. First things first, so Xbox has, um, in February, they have a tweet put out that says, this February, uh, and beyond, we're celebrating black voices and shining a light on the contributions of both creators and players. So they have their Black History Month initiatives, and I did want to give them a shout out because I thought it was really cool that they would do something like that. Um, so this February and beyond, so this is from uh, the Xbox News website. It says this February, February and beyond, we're highlighting collections of games, movies, and TV shows selected by black communities at Microsoft that bring focus to black creators, experiences, protagonists, and more. Oh my god, excuse me. Uh, and those games include After Party, Watch Dogs 2, Apex Legends, and The Sims 4. Uh, as far as movies go, they've included Black, black Panther, Insecure, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and Hidden Figures. So... First, have you guys played any of those games after party, Watch Dogs 2, Apex Legends, or The Sims 4? 
I played a yes. good bit of Apex when that first came out. Uh, yeah, I played first, Apex. No, I haven't played any of these really. Well, After Party is probably the only one I'm in, I was interested in to playing because that's the guy people who made um, uh, what's that game called? With the kids and the island and the mm-hmm. supernatural stuff. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, so with, the, with the two kids, right? Yeah. I literally don't Anyways, know. Anyways, yeah, that, that game was really good. I wanted to play After Party and never played it. But no, I, I'm not a Watch Dogs fan. I'm not an Apex fan or Sims fan. So. Damn, Grayson, what do you play? <clears throat> so are these, are they, are they saying that these games are, so like, games that people can play to, like, have... Uh, play as a black character or like see a black character. Is I that believe what so. Yeah, I think they're just kind of doing this because they're highlighting that there are black characters in these games. Like Apex Legends, for example, it does say that Bangalore and Lifeline um, have excited players as two black women, as two playable black women with unique and differentiated backgrounds in a major title. And um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're probably the only game that has like two major black female characters in an FPS because you know Overwatch, we're still waiting. For the one black lady who still hasn't come yet, because she's coming to Overwatch too. And I mean, can you guys think of any other ones? And the silence. No, like this is a short list. <laughs> well, first bad, of all, yeah, which is this bad. is like this. This list <laughs> this is not has... good. And yeah, they're not even like no well-known titles. I mean, Apex Legends, but it's been out for a while. Like, yeah, if there are like any new games that they can add this list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The Sims Four has been out for like ten years. I feel like After Party is an indie <laughs> game. Watch Dogs Two came out like five years ago. And and the other yeah, thing, you know, Watch Dogs game. I'm sorry, say that again, Brandon. Oh, I was saying that Watch Dogs Two is not even the most recent game because Legion I know. came out, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Legion's been out for over a month now, so uh, it's I'm, really sad. Yeah, that's, that's weird. <laughs> it's really sad that this is that this is actually. All and then there's four movies. Uh, four two, movies or TV shows, flash movies. Which and is... it's to me, it's really hard to include The Sims Four just because, like. I, you I pick your own character. Yeah, like you make yourself. So okay, yeah, yeah. Like, that doesn't really count. Uh, um, but I do know that the reason that they put The Sims Four here is because they do have a new update that has over a hundred plus skin tones, and that was only done because of a black creator in the community who uh, came together with them to work on that. Because um, otherwise, it wouldn't have even been there. So uh, bless the fact that that happened. Um, but you know. Even though that's 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 what they have here, I do have to give them a shout out, and I'm appreciative of the fact that they have, um, you know, done that. They also have Xbox programming to celebrate Black History Month, which is the first week of February. They have Black Heroes Week, where uh, it quote says, "Let's play and watch Black Heroes be the star of their own games." And then the week of February eighth, it's going to be Black Creators and Developers in Their Games Week. The week of February 15th is Black Streamers Takeover Week, and the week of February 22nd is Black Streamers Takeover Week again. Um, So definitely, guys, keep an eye out for Microsoft to see what they're doing over at uh, Xbox for Black History Month. I just definitely wanted to shout shout that out because I thought that was really cool. As in opposition to Bethesda, who put out a tweet that said, Black people make history every day. We're proud to celebrate Black History Month with our employees and communities from around the world. And that's it. So, <laughs> I mean, I haven't personally seen if they've done anything to go along with that, but I'm pretty sure that's all they've talked about. So, in you guys' opinion, mm-hmm. two questions. The first one is, what do you think these companies can do to actually show their support for Black History Month? One. Um, two, do you think it's enough to just put out a tweet and be done with it? Well, I'll answer the second question first and say a tweet alone. I definitely don't think is enough. Like, 
it's a it's a it's a month. Like if you just put a tweet like, "Hey, Happy Black History Month," we're just gonna do whatever now. I feel like it's like you were describing, Jarrell, performative. It's like you're doing it just so you can say that you did, and that's literally like the bare minimum, in my opinion. Like I don't think like what we're doing on HB Critical, we're doing like a tweet a day for the entirety of February, which I think is great. I don't necessarily think everybody needs to do that exact same thing. But a, a single tweet to represent the whole month, nah, that ain't enough. That ain't enough. Bethesda might have more coming, but as of right now, that's what they sure. have. And, and just yeah. so you guys are aware, com- uh, underneath that tweet, you know, are comments like, all people make history every day, where is White History Month or Asian History Month? Uh, and, and, you know, uh, the list just continues. Isn't there an Asian Heritage um, Month? Yes, there is. <laughs> yes! There is. <laughs> They're, they're, like, yeah, it's like, don't put out a tweet. Like, I don't think they should be putting out tweets unless they're going to do what, what Microsoft is doing, right? Like, they're uplifting the, the black creators and, and doing all that stuff. And it's like, if you're just going to tweet something, you might as well not tweet anything at all. Yeah. Because you're not going to be not doing anything more than that. But who knows? I, I don't know if Bethesda actually, like you said, maybe they are doing something. There's something in the works, but the month has already started. So, like, they should have, if they are going to do something, they, they would have already said it, I'm sure, you know. Sure. So, I feel like yeah. Microsoft recently acquired them, so maybe Microsoft thinks that their stuff that they're doing is like, mm. like an umbrella over them or something because they did just acquire them as that. a company. So, and their CEO died. The Bethesda founder actually died like today, today. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I would say they might be a little bit distracted, but I don't know how it is with like them getting acquired i mean i guess the social media manager is still working there (laughs) so i don't know but um i think that That microsoft kind of thinks that they're like in the umbrella now of them but if microsoft is doing so much and they just acquired this company you'd think that they would be like able to do so much more with it obviously Mm -hmm. with all of their resources that they have i think they should do obviously more than a tweet but so you think there are some things on the horizon you think it would have been better if they would be like, you know, the same tweet and then at the bottom, just like forward it to the Microsoft community and be like, we're also a part of this. And well, then, I like, think that, no, but they have like all the resources that Xbox has. So yeah, I'm saying like true. anything that they're doing, like anything that Xbox is doing, they could have just also did at Bethesda. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't. Facts. Uh, okay. Did you want to jump in on that before I move on? Um, I was actually just looking to see if, Maybe Bethesda themselves, the game studio, is like, oh, here's our tweet, but we're going to let our game, you know, our individual games do what they want to do. Um, I looked, and, yeah, there's nothing from either of them. So, I'm not either of them. There's nothing from uh, many of the games I've searched up. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, a tweet seems kind of empty. It's like, yeah, like, woo. Here's a tweet. <laughs> woo. Uh, like, I mean... Kind of, you, uh, uh, there's, there just gets to a point where sometimes you kind of like give up on certain companies to. Yeah, to but be I better. don't think anyone's gonna give up on Bethesda. And, Come on, we always hold out for. Well, the support I mean, yeah, games. right. Lord knows people are trying to give up on Bethesda. <laughs> I just don't know what. I'm, so, uh, I'm sorry. Trash games. I'm sorry. I meant trash graphics for good games. That's what I actually meant. There say. we go. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> there you um, go. Well, and what was the first question? Because I knew I was going to answer the first question. I don't even remember. You don't remember? All right. Um, I feel like it's coming to mind. Nope, it's gone. But it, yeah, but um, 
I don't know, man. Like, I've, you know, there's other, other gaming related, you know, Twitter accounts that I see are, you know, they're, they're doing their Black History Month stuff. Elgato is focusing on one content creator a day. It's not like, here's a content creator, here's some of their numbers, and that's it. Like, I saw them, it's like they put up, they'll put up clips in one thing, then they'll start a whole thread on that person, and then they'll start another thread on that same person. So it's like, it's not that, you can't figure out what to do. I mean, you're Bethesda, man. You have so many people playing Elder Scrolls Online, uh, you know, the old Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Fallout 76. Yeah, you, you have all these chances to do more than just a simple Happy Black History Month. We're going to yeah. be celebrating black people. <laughs> I saw somebody quietly, I, quietly by ourselves in the corner, not telling any of you guys about apparently it. Apparently so. What were you saying, Grayson? Uh, the reason I I saw that Bethesda t- that Bethesda tweet in the first place was co- someone quote tweeted it and all they wrote was how and then <laughs> right? like Bethesda how? tweet what, and is that it like what, like so yeah. how are you doing this? so like, what, what are you doing yeah. like what are you how are you celebrating yeah. exactly like what's what, going on because I, I, I follow Bethesda I missed the tweet and, and Ooh, I didn't see it like, until later and they're not a small studio by any means I'm sure they have a large no, staff they have their own so, years. like it's not like it's not like an indie developer like and I'm sure an indie developer would do something for Black History Month but for some reason these bigger companies can't do anything like Elgato is way smaller than uh Bethesda, I'm sure yeah. and they're if they're able to do all that mm-hmm. you know one streamer a day that's incredible and it's like so not even Microsoft is? is doing that <clears throat> if you had to guess why would you think that is because of it's just not an interest of money. They don't see any financial gain from it. It reminds me, which of... I think is also <laughs> bullshit. Because if you dedicate yourself, and then it's not just dedicating yourself for the month, but if you actually go out and decide to rebrand, well, I'm going to use the word rebrand very loosely. If you you know rebrand yourself and not just focus on black content creators and people who play your games for 28 days out of the month, I mean 28 days out of the year. If you go out and you you know. You tell people like, hey, you know, we include everybody. There's your money right there, man. If you're so worried about money, be smart about it. You you want more players, right? Are you saying? I'm I'm looking at this from a business way. From a business way. I don't like the way. I don't like the way. But it's like, if you you come up, because I've seen it not so many times, but I've seen it where companies are like, yeah, we don't really focus on this because it it, it doesn't financially help us. Like, bro. More people, more money. That's literally the easiest thing to get around your head. Um, so uh, moving on a little bit, but keeping on the same topic, and this will be the last part of this topic. Um, Chibi got a seven. That's her uh, Twitter. She is a tournament organizer. She is. Uh, oh she was gosh. the <laughs> tournament organizer who was in charge of uh, Queens of Quarantine. It was a Street Fighter Five tournament. The prize was a $700 prize pool that was held online for PS4 and PC uh, on August 1st back then and it did really really well. I thought it was a really awesome thing to highlight, you know, uh, women and female gamers. Recently, (laughs) the tweet has since been deleted, Uh, but recently she had this wonderful tweet that said, and I'm I'm gonna quote it because I don't want to, you know, accidentally say what she said incorrectly. I've had enough black people for today. That was full quote, period. And, um, and then she went on to say that, uh, she, uh, black people are out of control sometimes, white people can't call them out, so I guess I can try and start this conversation. These are actual quotes from, uh, her Twitter. 
And uh, she did all of this because apparently a black person was really mean to her and apparently racist to her in some form or fashion. And uh, she decided to vent and take it out. And one of her tweets, she also did mention that she used to be racist against black people and Japanese people, but she's not anymore. Um, and the reason oh. I bring this up is because <laughs> okay. she sorry. used to be, guys. She's not anymore. My, my bad! Until, what, you know, why are we talking about this then? Because she had enough black people for the day, bro. Like, she's done with them. No, she's done. <laughs> one day racist card. That's <laughs> it. Not racist anymore, guys. So this is literally at the beginning of Black Yeah. So, and I, I, I was really shocked because I was like, "Damn, it literally is like February 1st Like, oh. calm down, girl. Um, but the reason I brought this up, I, 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 this. I got the news for you about the rest of this month, girl. Oh my god, we're for a treat. Really? Um, the reason I brought this up, but I wanted to talk about this, is because. She's a tournament organizer who's done some really great things. Like, I thought Queens of Quarantine was a great idea. Like, it's a great way to highlight female sure. gamers in the FGC who are doing these fighting games, um, who are going out there beating these dudes. Like, it, it's a really awesome opportunity. Um, but at the end of the day, it's being organized by a racist person. So... Can we... Can, can I add something really quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tweeted that, but the header on her you know Twitter page... <laughs> yes says black children matter black lives matter and black futures matter yeah her header was a black lives matter type header as she said she's done with black people for the day um also queens of quarantine had i believe disbanded at the time and they're now looking at um rebranding and bringing on new people which i think is a great thing because it would suck to you know lose that entire um that entire competition, like that entire idea behind one racist person. It reminds me of, have any of you guys played, um, uh, oh my God, what's that game with the girl and the thing on her head and the people, um, that she sucks up the people and it was by that guy who was racist. So now we're not getting all the cool DLC from it. Um, I, you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, we game don't. Pass. Oh my god, hold on. familiar, but... Uh, up, but the guy was racist, so no DLC. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing. Uh, I don't Indivisible. Know Indivisible. Oh, yeah. The, the oh, Indivisible! Asian. Yeah, so Indivisible Fire. had some really cool DLC planned for it. Um, but uh, the character... I think he was the character designer and creator behind it. It was super racist, and so now like they parted ways, and now we're not getting any, any DLC for it. The last update came out, and it's done, and it sucks because I really enjoyed that game. Um, and they had some really cool... like They had Shovel Knight and I think Shantae and some other like DLC characters that were supposed to be coming mm -hmm. over to that game. And it was just really like ruined behind one person, so I think it's really cool that the Queens of Quarantine are going to rebrand and they'll be able to come out and, you know, be stronger for it. But the reason I wanted to bring this up is because as a tournament organizer, it, it, you know, if you're, if any of us are about to, you know, play in some tournament and you find out that the tournament organizer happens to be racist, like, what, what do you do in that situation? <laughs> like, is there any way that she can come back from what she said, do you think? And like, also, if you were in a tournament and you found out that that person was racist, like how how would you feel about that? Like what what happens next? Like what do you guys think happens next? I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer the first question. Um, does she come back from it? Um, it's, it's basically a, a even question even of even culture. even. But, but, well, you, <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> You're right. There's, there's a thing. No, because this is cancel culture is such a fun topic to talk about. Well, we won't talk about it for too long. Um, so. We won't, we won't, but um, I, 
I would say there was a chance for her to at least apologize correctly if it hadn't been for the fact that even though the tweet is now deleted, she still spent several minutes or hours defending what she said on her Twitter. If you go back, you won't find the tweet, but you'll find the tweets that come after. Can I interrupt and you really quick? Yeah, you can. I'm sorry. Yes, thank you for bringing it up. So she, she did delete that tweet, but... The, her reasoning was, I'm deleting my tweet because I just picked up my phone and my online parents told me to. I made a mistake in what I said, and I don't know how to express that. I don't want to hear racism from white people or black people. I'm sorry. She never actually apologized for what she said. She literally said, I'm deleting it because my online parents told me to delete it. Continue. What, is that, what does that term mean, online parents? I don't know. I'm, assu- I'm assuming that she means, like, she got messages from people online, because she did get a ton of messages from people online telling her to delete it, because she is a pretty pro- pro- she was a pretty prominent tournament organizer. Like, people knew who she was. So a lot mm-hmm. of people were like, we can't believe that you said this, you need to delete this immediately. I'm assuming that's what she meant. Um, she was like, well, everybody's telling me to delete this, so I guess I'll do it, but I think the problem's still there, and, like, I still don't like black people. Like, essentially. But yeah, she did go on to, like, she has multiple tweets where she just defends herself, and she's like, call me a racist, I don't care. Like, this is what happened to me, this is not fair. Continue, Gabe, sorry. Nah, that was pretty much it. She just, her, her, she just, she doesn't apologize at any point. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm deleting my tweet, yeah, I picked up, online parents told me to, I made a mistake in what I said, and I don't know how to express that I don't want to hear racism from white people or black people, I'm sorry. That was her So I, I, you know, I guess, I guess, you know, she's apologizing for not knowing how to say I'm racist properly. Um, yeah, I don't, there's nothing at this point, it's, it's the fact that you continue to try to defend yourself, um, one, why would you even say, why would you even try and say you're racist before? That never ends well. <laughs> like, there's some things I understand wanting to be honest and whatever. There's just some things you got to keep to yourself, um, especially if you're not showing that you were racist before, but that you currently still are racist. Um, black History Month is a month to celebrate black people. Um, I'm actually going to go back into her tweets and see if she said the same thing on uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. I want, I'm going to go back and see if she said the same thing on Asian Heritage Month. Because uh, that's what those months are. They're, it, it's, it's celebrating those cultures and stuff. And that's what Black History Month is. Um, and it's already so hard. Was, it it really is. Yeah, it is. Because as soon as you say, why isn't there a black person in this game? You have the people that, like we talked about earlier. Why don't we have White History Month? Why don't we have Asian History Month? Um, so it's already hard enough. So, you know, shut up. And if I was participating in there in in a tournament like that, and I found something out like that, um, I'm going to be a little conflicted because I'm going to want to take your money. I'm going to want to win the tournament to take that money because technically it is your money. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want to participate anymore because I don't, it's just the vibe. The vibes are just going to be all over the place. I'm not. That is for anyone who's not whoever whoever's not watching, I just did some weird twitching motion. For whoever's watching, I'm sorry, um, but yeah, like I don't. Yeah, I think I would leave. 
Uh, Kelly, hard to say, right? It's a hard, yes. it's a hard choice to make. It, it really I really want to take right? money. Uh, yes. I'm gonna yeah. ask you because obviously you're a girl. Um, mm-hmm. if if oh, you really? were, and I mean, are you? It's up to you. You tell me how you identify. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you were a part of, let's say, her her uh, all female stream, um, and this happened, like, how would you feel about it? Do you think? Obviously, you don't know because you wouldn't be in that situation, but like. Well, I've ha- I've been in toxic teams before, and because um, I did try to actually join like a girl kind of like streamer thing, and mm-hmm. it just got totally nobody was racist, but they were just terrible people, <laughs> and I it was like, but I knew the vibe was off from the beginning. Like oh, yeah. I was like, I don't like this girl, and she was like the leader of the group. Oh, and my boyfriend was like. Honey, you're never gonna like. You don't even like the person who's running it, but I just didn't. And then she turned out to be like. Anyways, um, I was right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so, I was right. <laughs> but I think that if if this happened, like pretty much, like everyone in the group collectively is like, okay, we can keep this group, but you're out of the group, like. And that's what I feel like the Queens of Quarantine kind of did. Like you said, it was disbanded. And mm-hmm. I didn't really know about this, to be honest with you. Um, but I think that what they did is they collectively said, like, that's not okay. And we're not on board with that. And you're, like, not in this anymore. Um, and I think that's probably just, I would probably just shun her like everyone else, I guess. I, I, rebranding would be probably the best move but you don't want to lose all that work that you did to build something so good especially because another minority in gaming is women obviously you don't want to sabotage women in gaming um because of you know a setback like you know a racist um but um yeah i think like i would want to keep it up and if i was part of it like i said i think collectively moving her out and just you know maybe even adding black women in just like all right come on like she's gone don't be scared come on in yeah how hard is that though you know yeah it's like what gabe said you know like as especially for a black female gamer in um in fighting games like it's already super hard to find first of all and then if you find a place and you feel like you're included and you want to be a part of this and then you find out the tournament organizer who is doing it happens to be racist it's like damn like Will you ever have anything that you can actually feel comfortable with doing? Like you're ar- like you you already have the fact that you're a woman in gaming. You already have the fact that they're racist and you're black in gaming. Like it just becomes harder and harder to be able to be a part of this, and and that's why it sucks so much. Because I'm like, girl, you are a minority yourself. Like stop being <laughs> racist against yeah. other minorities. Like what is wrong with you? Like everything that you are is a minority in fighting games. You've done something really great. You've got this Red Bull partnership. You've been able to uh, get a prize pool for this. You've been able to uh, create a, an event for all females in fighting games. Like, this is awesome. And you're just fucking ruining it because you're a racist yeah. bitch. But honestly, history is full of people that did great things and then turned out to be racist. And it's really like, it kind of sucks that their achievements, like, you want to keep them, but at the same time, how can you trust anything that they've done at that point? Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, I think, like I said, you're on a team, you find out she's terrible, you kick her out and move on and rebrand. I hope and, for the best. Yeah. Just try to pick up the pieces of what you have left <clears> with <throat> the connections that you still have with people, just so, like I said, another marginalized group of people in gaming isn't completely lost, like like women. And the tournament can live on. Let's hope for the best. Uh, Grace and Brandon, did you guys want to add into this or? 
I will. I'll piggyback after something that Kelly said. It's something that comes up all too often, honestly, that um, racism in itself, it stems from ignorance. Like, a racist person, for example, does some, like, really good stuff, right? It's, it's What it says is they know enough that, you know, like, maybe donating to a charity or, or trying to, like, get other people involved that wouldn't ordinarily. They know enough that that's good. But because they're ignorant, they don't realize enough that, you know, discriminating against someone just because of their race sexuality is bad. And honestly, race, uh, racist, uh, like, obviously, I would say it makes us all upset. But to me, it, do- it does that, too. But it also makes me disappointed, especially if they're doing, a- especially if they're racist, like, racist is doing, like, a lot of good stuff, but then they're, they're racist. It's like, oh, you're so close. You're so close. <laughs> but there's but somewhere along the way. Somewhere along the way, you learned something wrong, and you just kept going with your, your and developed who you are. And it's just like, ah, it's, like, it's very similar. It's very similar to the thing that's uh, going on with um, J.K. Rowling right now because you know she's transphobic. But let's not forget, she's like, like, like she's transphobic, and that's unforgivable. But she has done a lot of good for the community. Like she donates a shit ton to charities. Yeah. It's just that she has this antiquated view about the way a, a, a person should be. And she just will not let go of that. And it's, you know, it's, 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 what are you going to say? What, what can you say? Like, it's, it's, it's completely awful. And it's, that's, and that's the biggest thing. It's a disappointment because of all the good she had done beforehand. And then it's just like, ugh, ugh. Grayson. Bitch. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Um, like, and I'll, I'll use the example for you. If like you find out that, you know, you're a part of something and the person in charge is homophobic. Like how did how would that make you feel? Like what would what would happen then? Yeah, it's like I I wouldn't want to be pretty much partnered up with that person or pretty much have any affiliation with that person, and I would most definitely let other people know about you know about that if I ever learn that what knowledge about really, someone. I think really really like what they're doing. Oh, I don't know. It depends on the on the. Well, no, I, I wouldn't. I would not like that person, and I don't think I would work with them in any capacity. Even if it was something, I don't know, it would be a hard decision, of course, because like, if it was something that involved me making a ton of money, like you mentioned before, like winning a tournament or something, it's like, damn, like, what do you... Right? <laughs> like, I like, don't want to lose yeah. out because I'm fucking like, good at this, right? Like, yeah. this is my opportunity. And you made your way there and you worked so hard to get there and like, you can't, you don't want to let this person ruin that for you. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's, it's tough. I don't know. So uh, don't be racist. That's yeah, what I don't be racist. Thank get you. Get out of all this. Yeah. So speaking <laughs> of um, things that have been ruined, thanks for that segue. Uh, <laughs> Google Stadia is one of them. So <laughs> <laughs> you have to actually be something to be ruined. To be honest. So oh my gosh, why are y'all shitting Damn. on them? So, I like, in the marshmallows. I didn't even like say what <laughs> happened yet. <laughs> like, oh. Okay, so well, much, go on. So much shitting on them. Um. So it was announced recently um, that Google Stadia, the and this is coming from Kotaku, uh, the article's title, Google Stadia shuts down internal studios, changing business focus. So it says, Google Stadia, the late 2019 streaming platform that promised to revolutionize gaming by letting users stream games without needing to own a powerful PC or console, is altering course, getting out of the game-making business, and will now offer its platform directly to game publishers alongside offering Stadia Pro to the public. So... Before I move on, I just want to unpack that a little bit first. They are, I'm going to read it again. They're now getting out of the game making business and they're offering their platform directly to game publishers. So this reminds me 
Uh, the, I remember when Stadia first came out, like, we were all just, like, or, or not all of us, I specifically was just, like, this, I think, is a bad idea. Because I don't think that people have the, I personally didn't have the infrastructure to be able to run anything through Google Stadia. I am a staunch believer in not having to have your platform or your gaming systems be connected to internet to work. I know we talked about this before. I think it's trash. I couldn't play my fucking Xbox because I wasn't somewhere with internet, excuse me. Like, it's fucking 2020. I don't know. It's 2021, excuse me. I don't understand why the fuck that is still a thing. Um, but moving on to, to um, allowing your stuff for game publishers alongside offering Stadia Pro to the public, I want to talk about that first. Do you guys think that this is going to help Google Stadia in any way by not focusing on games but allowing their platform to be used by uh, publishers? By publishers? <laughs> yeah, no, not really. I just see I a bunch like, of, like, no, shaking head, no, no it's not going to happen. Yeah, no. Like, I don't really <laughs> feel like I even have an opinion on Google Stadia <laughs> at this point. Like, I don't even care enough to say anything. I mean, that's worse than just saying no. That I is worse no than idea. just saying no. <laughs> like, nobody's... Sorry. It, it, was, it was, like, beyond... beyond... Beyond the uh, the fact that you always need to be online to play, which of course is a detriment to so many people already. Getting that out of the way, just talking about their what when they when they at least had Stadia first party games, there was at least a chance because those represented games that couldn't be played anywhere else. It's what any console would need to like survive, basically, to have the exclusives that you can't play anywhere else. And the third party stuff was just a was just you know just to make sure it stays comp- uh, competitive in the market, right? But, like, this, like, if you're losing a first party and it's only third party stuff, like, you've already point? cut your, you've already cut your very limited market that, um, that, that you may or may not have actually had and just skewed even further because what's the incentive for Stadia now? You can get these games now on your PlayStation well, or your Xbox or PC. There's still, there is technically still the incentive of not having to own a full powerful PC to be able to play the game at its best. Like that is still right. Yeah. But, but that to me is like, if I was a consumer that owned Stadia and was playing Stadia games, and then I get this announcement that now their first party uh, studio is shutting out and it's only third party. That doesn't inspire confidence in me as a consumer that you're going to continue supporting this. Like people already predicted that this like Google has notoriously started many projects in the past and just canceled them without any fanfare and just just you know quietly sunsetted it. Hey, sunset's generous because that's at least saying that they're gonna gradually they're just like, nope, we're done. Screw you guys who bought it. Thanks, but eh, we're done. So st- people saw the Stadia, and they felt that this reeked of this same kind of pattern. And this feels like the first step in its ultimate downfall, that now that there's nothing there to keep someone from going elsewhere, besides the benefit of not having that console, which is like, I, I don't even know if that's that much of a benefit, if we're being completely honest. I feel like Stadia had some good things, though. I know I know, we're all shitting on them, but I really... <laughs> no, okay, hear me out. Like... I- <laughs> I don't, know if you guys, I, I don't know if you guys remember when they showed off Stadia at first. And then mm-hmm. we had that situation where you could watch a streamer playing a game, jump directly into their stream from watching them on like YouTube and play directly with them. Or that thing where you could play two people at one time, like playing it, but you can like see separate screens. I don't remember exactly what it was. They had some really yeah. cool things like feature wise that I thought, wow, like, this is something I would 
eventually pay for if it became prominent enough um, down the line. But I mean, to, to continue with that, the article goes on to say that Google will continue to operate the Stadia gaming service and it's $10, it's $10 monthly Stadia pro service. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. So yeah. Well, well, what I was going to say, what I was going to say was uh, like uh, in response to everything you just said, Jarrell, what you just described that streaming feature. Yeah. That's, that's a great feature. It mm-hmm. sure, it sure is a great feature. Like, and, and, and to be fair that like that did have Stadia like stand out, but that's something that other, like I could see Microsoft doing that in like two to three years. Like Very implementing true. that as part of their game pass, honestly. Wait, you no, could just actually I disagree. Why so? I have absolutely no idea how you would integrate jumping into people's games through Game Pass because Microsoft. Okay, maybe not, not Game Pass specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. But I don't but even I'm know just how it would happen. I think the only place that could essentially be able to do something like that would be Google because um, you would have to go through like Amazon and Twitch to be able to do like integrate that feature with your system. Well, Mm-hmm. Twitch has Twitch has extensions and plugins where you can play with mm-hmm. people from Twitch. Um, but not on console, right? Like only on PC. Am I wrong? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think. I think it's. I think I don't know. It depends. If it's a cross-platform game, then you can play. But all I'm saying, console. all I'm saying is like, um, if there was a there, was, if one of the big three was to do it, I would predict to be Microsoft. I definitely don't see. Uh, Sony and Nintendo doing something like this, but if any of the three were to do it, I feel like Microsoft would figure out a way to do it. Especially if Stadia eventually just completely dies, that's a really good feature that I wouldn't want to just die. Microsoft so fucked I w- over Mixer, and how I I still don't see how they would be able to go through like because then it's like YouTube, like you've got to get through YouTube to be able to allow people to like the the amount of well, I mean they bought Bethesda, so never mind. They spent a shit ton of yeah. money. Maybe they can't do it. I don't. What do I know? <laughs> Clearly, they're just throwing money out here. So I don't know. I just all, all I'm saying is it's a really good feature, and I think uh, it, it. I don't think it'll just die. Mm-hmm. completely it's 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 too much of a concept it's too much of a futuristic concept that seems like it makes sense to me yeah it's futuristic it's just i don't think it's ready yet i think sure and that and that's you know? the sum yeah. of this whole damn story <laughs> like stadia like stadia is not necessarily a bad idea it's just we're not in a, a state Sorry. of society where it's just it. like we're just a state of, yeah society's not ready for something like this yet and then you have to uh you have to think about also the first party games that they were putting out aren't that good. They were people aren't talking trash. about. Them. <laughs> like, uh, and that so could I be can only why I can just, name you know I can name like two of them. Like I remember they launched with Guilt, which is that weird little horror game that nobody really talked about. They put out like <laughs> they put out like a overcooked packing game that was exclusive to Stadia, which is not anything to an overcooked about. game. No, it yeah, was it was called like, Get Packed or yeah. Get. Oh, okay. Was not, is they literally put an overcooked down right here? No, no. <laughs> It, it's either called Get Packed or Moving Out or one of those games. I like, think it's I moving out. But it was oh, also really out. cute. That's, that's on other platforms now. That game was really cute. Yeah, and it's like, those aren't titles to pull people in, first of all. And then, no. From, I, no. from what I remember, they hired, like, um, if you guys remember Journey to the Savage Planet, that yes, developer joined Stadia, like, maybe, like, not even six months ago to develop games for Stadia exclusively. And now this deal is over. And that game wasn't also wasn't, like, you know, critically acclaimed. So I, I feel like they just haven't been trying their hardest to push their first party development in the first place. So I don't know if, if it was either that they didn't have enough, um, like in, from the beginning, they weren't really, uh, like hyped about it. Like they, they knew it was, it wasn't really going to be that great. 
Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I think this news doesn't really change much for like the grand scheme of things because they weren't really putting out a whole bunch of first party games to begin with. I don't know. It just, yeah. Um. Well, oh, uh, whoa, what am I saying? So <laughs> I think it was 150 of those developers. Yeah. Um. Back to this article. There's a quote from it that says that closure, the closure of this will impact around 150 developers. One source familiar with Stadia operations said the company says it will try to find those developers new roles at Google. So, I mean, Hmm. On top of being shitty, 150 developers are now out of a job. Um, I would be very pissed. Although, never mind. I'm not going to say that. I would. I'd be very pissed uh, if that were to happen to me. Uh, Gabe, did you want to yeah. hop in on this? Can you guys hear me fine now? I can hear you fine. No, yeah. Yeah. My connection was all over yeah, the place. I don't know what's happening. Um, yeah, my bad. Um, look up. I, I don't really have much to say about it, but all I can think about when I heard the news, all I thought about was um, that Hutchinson dude. Um, oh, Alex Hutchinson. We talked about yeah. him a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the very first thing I did was go to his Twitter when I heard the news. Oh, to see what that he was guy. Doing. I remember and, um, now. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still mad at him, even though it had nothing to do with me because I'm not a streamer. So, but like, I kind of want to ha ha and point at him, but. You know, oh again, God. there's there, there's about 150 developers that are now out, you know, out but of a job. But for context, can, and, you, can you explain what you're talking about? Um, So this dude was saying that every single streamer should pay... Uh, I, I can't remember if it was paid developers or pay... What was it? Paid developers pay or pay to, Twitch? Pay to play, like, pay broadcast Twitch, I think, to broadcast the game. Or, no, pay the yeah, developer so to developer, broadcast the pay game. Pay the developer. That they already own. Yeah, yeah, so he he wanted he wanted uh, streamers to pay an extra, you know, extra amount of money, even though they, you know, spent anywhere between 20 to $60, $70 on a game. Um, <clears throat> prices may vary. Um, to wait, stream. Wait. <laughs> um... And that was one of the. How do I say this without being a jerk? You you can't. <laughs> uh, that was one of the stupidest things I've heard in a while. Um, it made no sense. He tried explaining it, but he didn't do a good job at it. Um, I was on his side a little bit. Yeah, um, and that's why I still yell at you. Um, I, I, okay, I was just saying I understood where he was coming from. I didn't agree. Yeah, Drell. Yeah, but I did Drill understand where he was trying to shine light on it. Um, still don't like it. Um, so that's why I kind of, you know, just focused on him really. Uh, but again, 150 developers now out of a job, and there's no guarantee they're going to get a new job because the statement Drell read said try. Um, mm -hmm. we usually know how that goes. Sure. Um. I do feel like it is going to open someone. Uh, I, th I think from the little snippets I was gathering while my connection was going in and out, Jarrell said something. You said something about Google, right? Yes, I said a lot about Google. All right, and then again, I was only getting snippets because I was <laughs> I was coming in and out. Because it, it, it was it was no, no, I, I know, but I know, I know, I'm not on crack. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Um, but because I think it was in response to Brandon saying. Yeah. Because it was Brandon saying something about you know Microsoft not being able to implement it the the cloud streaming stuff into their 
Game oh, Pass? well, so what I was going to say, actually, yeah, that, that's what Brandon was saying. They could possibly integrate it into Game Pass. But what I was going to say um, next was that Ryan McCaffrey from IGN put out a tweet and it says, Google kneecapping Stadia just opens the door for Microsoft to completely own cloud gaming with xCloud. They've already mess, uh, messaged it better and they're obviously not going to pull the plug on first party software support. So um, sure. Ryan McCaffrey also apparently agrees with Brandon in a sense, um, but using xCloud, okay. not Game Pass. Yeah. That right, makes cool. So now I know where we are. Would um, work for like cloud games. Yeah. Like, because mm. you don't ever have to download the games. Right. It's like, assert it could be a streaming service. But, and correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, xCloud and Stadia are two very different ways of streaming. Like, I believe that Stadia would have been, if you had the connection, a better, more stable way of playing games than xCloud, right? Yeah, I think Microsoft is laying the foundation, though, with the Game Pass. That would make sense if you didn't have to download the games and you could just stream like Netflix. from Game Pass. Yeah, okay. games are hard though, like that. I mean, seriously. But then, I feel what, like that'd be really hard. What happens when you do um, games like you know how you have to like uh, what is that game? I think it was Control that was streamed to um, the Switch. You're Switch. talking, yeah. yeah, you're talking about the cloud version. Like, what happens when you have games that you're trying to stream through cloud, like services like Control, and they're just trash? Like, what well, does that mean for? Well, for, well, for, well, for the, well, I can't speak on like what that means for XCloud specifically, but I know that for the Switch games that have the cloud versions, what they do is they let you play like about like 10, 15 minutes of the game free to see if your connection is stable enough Whoa. to actually run the game before you actually play it. I and if it is, that you're yeah. Wrong. <laughs> I heard really? that, um, yeah, because <laughs> Hitman 3, no, because Hitman 3, I, I, I and Hitman. please correct me if I'm wrong, but Hitman 3 is one of those games that you, you don't get a test before you try the game on Switch. Like, yeah. if you buy it and it's Oh, trash, Hitman, you have to go. Just, I know they did. Yeah, I know yeah, they, yeah. Did it. they just, they did, yeah, they did the test for they just let you. They just let you buy it. They yeah. just let you buy Hitman not knowing if it's, if it's wow. good. And you spent $60 and it could be terrible. And you can't, I, like, get a refund. you can't even play it. I wonder if Control had a demo though. Yes, the Troll did. So I assumed all of it was because that made so much sense. So I don't know why Hitman wouldn't. Yeah. I wonder if there's people out there who are just downloading the Control demo or whatever to see if they can run Hitman. <laughs> just like I, I wonder mean, if that it's that, the same that technology. So sure. I mean, but they can't be one to one. But I think it would at least be a fairly good litmus test to see you can run Hitman if you can run Control because Control's also a pretty beefy game. Yeah. I I tried that trial and actually wasn't like it wasn't bad like it it ran it was surprisingly good like it ran well. How how is your internet though like on average? I don't know like the speed number, but I don't like I don't have issues with anything. Like I'm, it's pretty good. See, my shit goes down to like three megabytes a second, which is like yeah. literally unable to play a thing. <laughs> like like I'm literally just looking at a loading screen. It can go down to that, but then it could go up to like sixty or fifty five, or um on a good day seventy five. Even though I'm paying for three hundred, so you know that that's. Oh, you're me. being robbed, my guy. Hundred percent. If you're getting like if you're just... getting three, then uh, if you're supposed to get three hundred. Then yeah, you need to three three hundred. I know it's trash. Yeah, hundred um, of what you're paying for. But yeah, go ahead, Kate. But uh, but it, cause I was I wasn't done. Man. But um, what I went like my final point was gonna be like, in all honesty, Stadia offered no competition to anybody. Let's we can get that out of the way right now. I'm not even saying yeah. that to be a dick. It's just. It wasn't. It, it was a great idea. They pitched it. It was. It was one of those ideas that's very good on paper, but as soon as you pitch it, and you can't deliver, it's like, all right, we're gonna forget about that. So now it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, what these other companies do 
if they're going to take and try and learn from Stadia's mistakes, which I wouldn't know because I don't keep up with Stadia because I don't use it and implement it and see if they're going to actually we're forgetting about one little thing. We're forgetting about Amazon's cloud gaming. That oh, is Luna. Luma. Amazon Luma. Luna. Yeah, Luna. Yeah. Luma. So, Luma? <laughs> I don't remember her name. There. I think it's Luna. Luna. I think it's Luna, Luna not Luma. Luna? Okay, Amazon Moon for my non-Spanish-speaking <laughs> people out there. Um, so that you know, again, this is me playing the crazy, uh, crazy conspiracy guy. You know, you might you might want to look out for a little collaboration between Google and Amazon. Or if not, it's just going to be Amazon Luna is going to be regarded as the first successful cloud streaming uh, device, service, subscription, whatever. And everyone's going to forget about Stadia, and we're going to laugh at them, and I'm going to go back to Alex Hutchinson's tweets and laugh. I mean, call me a pessimist, but I don't see Amazon doing great yeah, either. I don't think yeah, I'm going to be well honest. Well. Yeah, neither do I. They neither do I. I don't need crash and burn. Like... They just canceled their MMO. Like, they, they tried yeah, the gaming. Crucible, right? Yes, it didn't work out. They were yeah. like, nope, this shit ain't working. I don't see their streaming doing much better. <laughs> I think, I think like, just to, just to uh, add on to what Gabe was saying, Drew, I'm going to bring up a question that you and both Christy asked on the day that Stadia was announced. The question was specifically, who is Stadia for? And no one could really answer that <clears throat> because it's I'm like... Ostensibly, it's a casual console because you don't even need a console to play Stadia games, but then the Stadia games that they were high advertising was stuff like Assassin's Creed and other hardcore third party, big third party games, which are usually played by people that own PC or consoles. So then, therefore, who is Stadia for? It's like, and like, once you guys asked that question, I thought about it. It It's like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, it's, who needs this exactly? Stadia to me has the problem that Game Pass has for me specifically. I know not for a lot of people, but the first time I got Game Pass, every game that I wanted to play, I already owned on Switch. So it was like, well, this is literally useless for me. I already have all these games. There's nothing new I want to play. The only push I I think I saw, like the real push I saw Stadia do, was like the whole Destiny Two thing. Like, obviously that game had been out. But they were like, if you get it on Stadia, you get the, the uh, I forgot what the name of the expansion was, but you get it like two weeks before. And hey, guys, you can transfer all your console progress to the Stadia version. But then why would you wink, even wink. do that? Why would you want to do that? Yeah, but then why would I have to do that? If I have a console, I'm not switching to Stadia. I'm going to tell you that right now. Like, <laughs> it's like latency <laughs> issues. Like, it's not fun to play. Like, it's, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Do like, you if like, you already I bought a PS4, console, then there's no benefit to Stadia. There's no point. Yeah. As if you didn't buy the PS4. console already. Gonna... Yeah, I have a PS4. Just saying that I didn't get a PS5 means I'm going to switch over to Stadia all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> I didn't get a no... PS5. I'm going to play Stadia. Exclusive. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You know, I'm not going to play an Astro Bot and be like, this shit sucks. Can we get a Stadia? <laughs> Astro Bot's great, by the way. Starting that out there. Astro Bot's great. It's insane! It's like, imagine playing the Dual Sense and be like, this shit sucks. Do you any of you know, them that's, know? That's the type of people who would go to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they people would buy who have Stadia. have no gaming sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this game sucks. <laughs> Everyone else likes it. I'm going to buy Stadia. All right, dude. You, but then, you're taking your therapy. <laughs> do any of you guys know the Switch game that doesn't that uses... Uh, um, I, I, and this is just a shot in the dark. If you don't know, it's fine. Um, the Switch game that uses um, <clears throat> its own matchmaking service. Was it, was it Monster Hunter? 
No, it uses like Master uses a new matchmaking. Yeah, it uses the in-game matchmaking. Uh, I'm sorry, no, it uses the uh, matchmaking on the Switch, so like you can actually go yeah. through your friends list and select the friends that you want to add to the game. Does anyone know what game that is? There are surprisingly few no, games. But that sounds I think they're good as fuck. It's amazing, and I can't remember the name of the game that does that. Um, I can't either, but I do know what you're talking about because I, yeah, it's a feature that they added to the Switch like ages ago, and very few games use it. Yeah, because like they f- basically you know, it's not Mario Kart or anything, is it? Mm-mm. Definitely not Mario Kart. It's not a it's not know. a first party title. I don't play anything online. I mean, you <laughs> okay? Um, but I, I was just thinking about it, but uh, because I want to move on to uh, something that also happened this week, week, excuse me, which is that Nintendo has been using the next multiplayer server system, which is over 18 years old. The system dates back to the GameCube <laughs> era of Nintendo. It's an archaic system by now, and a server-side technology has advanced greatly in that time. Thankfully, it seems Nintendo's finally ditching that system in favor of a new one. This new system is named NPLN. Um... And it's currently in the preview phase. Monster Hunter Rise demo was the first test for this new multiplayer system. As a result, Monster Hunter Rise should be the first game to natively support it. This is from FinalWeapon.net. And the name of the article is Nintendo's Replacing NEX. Their multiplayer server system, after 18 years of use, introducing the new NPLN system with Monster Hunter Rise being the first game to support it. So, um, 18 years of (laughs) service. For multiplayer, I think kind of explains why it's trash. Uh, I'm not going to necessarily yeah. shit on the the Switch right now, but if you guys have any um, thoughts on this, please let me know. But I want to know, uh, do you guys think that switching over um, will make a difference? Man, and I hope so. <laughs> I say that like, Yeah, one, one could hope, but we don't. I feel like we don't know, yeah, you know what don't. that really means. We don't. I say that and while like, thinking um, that, um, and I'm going to say no, because I still think of how difficult first-party games are to get together with friends to play on Switch. Like, I, I know we talk about Pokemon, how you have to go through, like, a million fucking things oh, yeah. and type in a password of eight characters to uh, link up with someone, or, you know, a Smash Room, you have to you know, make it, find your friend, go through this. You can't just, like, there is no, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there is no, like, first-party Nintendo title that just lets you just fucking connect with your friends and play. Uh, you know, yeah. Splatoon is another one where you've got to just, like, go through, create like a room, arms. everybody's got to go in and... Uh, ARMS? Nobody plays ARMS. So I, think arms, I feel like ARMS had good multiplayer. Did it? Uh, I probably I don't remember. It had good online multiplayer as well. It's funny, it's, yeah, because it's solid game... online. Yeah, like Smash Brothers will be shitty sometimes, but then you have games like Arms. Where, like I used to play online, you know, pretty often when I used to have it, and I every match would be like perfect, like no lag at all. So well, I don't know. I don't know the what the deal though. is. Nintendo still doesn't have, or the Switch rather, still doesn't have a dedicated like LAN port, like without buying oh, yeah. that 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 um extension the adapter, right? Yeah, the adapter for the LAN port, yeah. Even if you've got great internet, you're still stuck to the Wi-Fi on the Switch. So even if they do replace their 18-year-old bullshit, I mean, what happens next? Well, at the as far as I know, There's... as far as I can see with all this, it's like all it's really going to uh, improve ostensibly is just like the online itself. And we don't even know if that's for for sure thing. Um, because like you said, they don't have dedicated, like a lot of these games don't have like dedicated ways to like, you know, no land, for example. But there's also like you said, only like one game that you knew of has the ability to just like go to your friends list and just invite them there. No, you got to do like 
codes and whatnot. So it's not gonna it's not gonna improve unless they do a patch, and it's not gonna improve the infrastructure of existing games. It will just hopefully improve the online. And one real quick note before Gabe says what he was gonna say. This news report, I just read it and I just got like a sense of relief because I was like, I finally have an answer to why this shit's trash sometimes. <laughs> Like, Yo. and that was the that was the main thing I took from this. I'm like, 18 years. Well, yeah, yeah, that would do it, I guess. And now that would do it. more shit because I've been paying twenty dollars a year for some 18 year old bullshit. Like y'all told me that when I put extra money on here, when you charged me for online, I was supposed to have a better service. But now you're telling me you, I paid twenty dollars for y'all to have the same 18 year old shit, so I didn't even get shit. You know what uh, Nintendo is doing? Secretly, they did exactly what Microsoft did, which was raise the price and give us absolutely nothing when they raised the price of Xbox Live for for nothing. Nintendo was like, hey, we're gonna use the same shit, but we're gonna charge them twenty dollars for it and make them think that they're getting something new. And we weren't. Go ahead, Kate. Mm-hmm. Um, to put in perspective about this software that they use for their online it's so old and outdated that it still scans for windows 98 yeah, yeah. was that like factual because I, I saw I that re- but here, i didn't know if it was real yeah no yeah it's 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 in it's in the report it's and listen again i said windows 98 not windows 2000 something not windows 1 2 1 through 10 98 you know what i was doing in 98 i was crawling I was playing. I was playing Pokemon Red, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Our Some of us weren't born game, in the dinosaur ages. <laughs> Wait, that didn't come out. Um, yeah, but, um, it, it, yeah, I read more on that report and more on people's inputs about it. Um, something interesting I saw was, you know, obviously when they finally make that switch for everything, it's not a ah, switch. It's not going to be like a sudden like. So yeah. It's going to be very gradual. So, you know, so you're, you're all, you're, you know, your smash online, unfortunately is still going to be a little laggy, which also I found out quick side note. Um, and this is probably going to fuel Jarrell's hatred of Nintendo online more. Um, smash online, the way it operates is usually when you go, you know, there's a lot of people that when you go into an arena to play online, um, and it starts lagging, you think it's the host. No, it's one individual person. So the arenas don't actually pull. From the host, it doesn't make like a like a mini host server. It's gonna run on everyone's internet. So if you start lagging, it's not the host. It's either your internet or there's someone in that arena that sucks, and mm-hmm. you're all gonna suffer for it. This um, is what I was, that was saying. That's that something I found out. That's this something I found I out saying. recently. Um, but um, I do hope. You know, of course, all you guys are a little pessimistic on whether online is gonna get better. I think it's gonna get better again, not immediately. Um, it's going to take a lot longer than we would like because, again, the Switch has been out for four years. We're coming up on four years now. Um, and, uh, the last little part of it, um, because, you know, Drell talked about paying on for online and you're not really getting anything. Something tells me, I don't even know if this is legal. It's probably not, but this is a, this is a throw in the dark. Something tells me they were making us pay online to develop this new software they're going to (laughs) use. And if that's the case, I'm gonna be very upset because that's ridiculous. Again, that's a throw in the dark, not official, probably wrong, but that's what it looks like. Um, so yeah, I don't. I'm with you know, yeah, English is surprisingly not language, my first yes. language, and I'm still very bad at it. Um, it, I really hope that this is you know this is giving us more. Not why am I wording it so wrong? 
I hope that this means that that Switch Pro or whatever is coming out next is going to have, you know, little online upgrades. Like Jarrell said, it's going to have, you know, hopefully it has uh, the Ethernet adapter, you know, on the dock. Hopefully they put the wireless adapters or connection thingies somewhere better on the Switch. Because um, if, if you're going to work on just... so horrible for me. Right? What, to have the... Yes. No, no, I mean on the dock, not on the this? Switch itself. Don't do that. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about on the dock, not like on the Switch itself. Because that would yeah, look Yeah, so disgusting. now I gotta go buy another Switch to Jero, just get I don't want to... Okay, hold You're on. Before Jero starts attacking... Yeah, before Jero starts attacking like Nintendo, I don't want to hear you complaining about buying another something when you've bought five Switches and then you have a thousand Joy-Cons. So we're going to get that out of the way right now, Drill. The money is not the problem for you. It's not buying something else. It's just you don't like it. About four Switch. No, you're right. It's fine. But, but yeah, that's, fine. that's not fair. Okay? Like, it, it's not fair. That... It's not. It, it's not. This but is you more know, iterations again, we, than we, PlayStation and Xbox we, had. I think. I think. I think at this point... I think at this point, even though we don't want to, we just have to realize that Nintendo is going to be stuck in the dinosaur age for, you know, a, a couple of more years, and they're going to move a little slow. It's not fair that you're going to have to buy an upgraded version of Switch. I don't like that idea, because already, they've already upgraded the Switch, I think, twice since its original release. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it. I think it's... But they, they, they added once with, like, an extra battery. Yeah. It was, it was once? Okay. No Switch Lite. Yeah, and the yeah. Switch Lite, which... But that's what I mean. Like that, that's already two different yeah. iterations of like yeah. the same thing. Even so, though you can't really count the Switch Lite, I won't technically count. The yeah, Switch it's just the handheld yeah. console. Yeah, because yeah, it's really. a handheld. But but still, the fact that you had to, you know, release a quote unquote new Switch with a longer battery life because your first one could only last like three hours off the dock. You know, it's 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 one thing to release a new version of your what's it called of your console. You know, if you're giving it like actual upgrades, like from the PS4 to the PS4 Pro, or if you're changing the size of it, which you technically did from the Switch to the Switch Lite, like, you know, the PS4 and the PS4 Slim. But then it's another thing to, you know, just re-release your console at the same price, mind you, um, which was not cheap. <laughs> and then just be like, yeah, we upgraded the battery. Do you guys remember oh. on Black Friday when they were selling the old models for like the same price as the new models? <laughs> oh trying to get my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is fucking worse. I was working. I was working. That was I, was, okay, I worked for GameStop. I don't even know if I'm allowed. I don't work there anymore, so I can say this. I was working yeah, for GameStop. <laughs> yeah. I was working for GameStop, and we were setting up for Black Friday. And my manager is like, she was pointing, like, you know, these are the, these are the newer models of the Switch and the old ones. And someone's like, why are they all mixed in together? And she goes, because we're all selling them at the same price. I'm like, what? <laughs> and, <laughs> Random select. And I felt so bad because some kid came up to me. He's like, hey, isn't there a new model of the Switch? I was like, the Switch Lite. He goes, no, no, no it's, it's like an upgrade. It has a longer battery life. I'm like, yeah, it's this Switch. And I pointed at the pile, couldn't tell which one was the new one. And something You're tells so, me he so took good. one of the older models. It had models. a different color. It yes. had like a different color on the box. It did. It did. The, the box. Red. The thing colors. is, it was it was stacked. It was stacked in such a way that you couldn't tell. And again, it's Black Friday at a GameStop in a mall. Yeah, you don't yeah, have time to sit there and like pick up all these people. And yeah. like, I gave him the switch, and like, I watched him walk away. I'm like, this poor kid, dude. Like, he just wanted I, like, the something new tells me. Something tells me. Like, I gave him the last one hour. Yeah, like. <laughs> 
I'm I'm genuinely surprised he didn't come back later and <laughs> be like, so yeah, funny. this switch is only lasting three hours. I'm like, oh, look, bro, I don't know what to tell you. She's playing like Fire Emblem or something. Poor kid. Yeah, it was. Oh, Fire Emblem three houses. It's the only time I feel bad for a kid. It's the only time I feel bad for a kid. Because Grayson, if you have, if you, if if you've, you know, obviously you've heard, and anyone else hearing. I have this thing of, you know, fuck them kids, because... Yeah, he hates yeah. children. He's trying to kill them all. I hear, I hear, I hear you yell at them online. <laughs> <laughs> he makes them cry. Look, he look, is man, terrible. Look, no, look, look, look. If you come at me and you're trying to hurt my feelings, I'm going to do the same thing. I got to say, don't use racist remarks, and people aren't going to make you cry online. That's true. It's not simple. That's true. That's I mean, here we are, backup people being racist. Uh, I won't talk too much shit about Nintendo because I only pay them $30 a year uh, and that's split up between some people. Yeah, well, I'm on the family plan, so it might be oh, 35 yeah. I think. So I'm only paying uh, $5 to be like, for the trash. What? I'm what only paying for? for the trash. <laughs> like, they're scamming me so hard. <laughs> Unless you have some extra bonuses we don't know about or something. Like, like, some GameCube games or something. Oh my god, that's so funny. So... <laughs> Um, so recently, Activision was sued over a female Call of Duty character because why not, Lindsay Lohan? Um, it, it's a photographer's dispute. I was joking. It has nothing to do with Lindsay oh, Lohan. I was like, again? <laughs> You're like, ooh, I'm interested. <laughs> no, Kelly was like, how many times is this bitch gonna, like, sue people because it looks like her when it does It that. didn't look like her. That shit did not look like her. Oh, that's Anyways. so funny. So, um, this article is over from Polygon.com, written by Nicole Carpenter. And it says in 2019, Call of Duty Modern Warfare publisher Activision Blizzard introduced a new character to its game, an operator named Mara. Uh, a writer and photographer is now alleging that the company intentionally modeled Mara after his own character, Cade Janice, from a short story called November Renaissance. So essentially, this person is like, hey, that looks exactly like the character in my game. I'm going to sue Activision Blizzard. <clears throat> And it goes on to say that he filed a copyright infringement lawsuit in a Texas court on Tuesday, according to court documents first published by Torrent Freak. He alleged that Activision Blizzard and developer Infinity Ward willfully intended to model Mara after Kate Janice, including hiring the same model, Alex Zedra, to reproduce the photo shoot and scan her likeness for use in the game. Um, he said that the developer posted Kate Janice photographs on the, photo on the photography studio wall during the Call of Duty Modern Warfare shoot. So essentially, what he's saying is they hired the same actor that he hired for his game. They posted um, photos of that character from his game uh, while they were working on Call of Duty. And they intentionally and knowingly created this character to look exactly the same. Now, I am not going to say much on this because I don't know. So I'm going to let y'all tell me what y'all think. But... Um, if you hire an artist, or if you hire a model, if if like if Grayson's making a game and he hires a model, I'm like, damn, that bitch is pretty. Like, let me put her in my game. And I hire the same model and I want her in my game. Can Grayson then sue me because I hired this woman as a model in my game? Yeah, I'm like, is that really illegal? Because it's the same. It's sort of like, hey, I really game. like your look in this movie or whatever it is, whatever, whatever. And it's like, I want you to have that same look in my thing. But you're not necessarily stealing that character. Mm -hmm. You're just, you're just like the way she looks. And this is like a basic ass character. She has like short black hair. <laughs> right. Like anybody can, she looks like Kara Kara from Mandalorian as well, yeah. I feel like. I mean, it, it literally uh, is like, like any, I don't know right. if this person like is just looking for some Activision money. 
Because, you know, if you're going to go after, like, a video game developer... The thing is that if he... Well, yeah, but she owns her own likeness. Unless he somehow owns the rights to To her her likeness in a video game, that he has no case. I mean, he might get some money from Microsoft to make it go away, I guess, but... If it's modeled after a real person, she should be suing them. But she got paid. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she got paid both times. So she's yeah. like giving them. She's like, oh man, I'm gonna get paid when they sue too. Right? Uh, I don't. I mean, if it's modeled after a real like, person, I don't see why like you have any case there. That's just really stupid. Well, I'm assuming that the reason he says that he has a case is because they used pictures of his character while working on her character for Call of Duty. So he feels like it's just like full copyright infringement. Like they totally just stole okay. the same yeah. thing. Um, but it's, it's, I, I, I kind of also agree with you. So, um, it says, and I'll continue reading. It says, in addition to hiring the same talent, they also hired the same makeup professional who prepared the talent. Um, and they instructed the makeup professional to prepare the talent exactly as she had done for, uh, the Kate Janice photographs, which is his. And they instructed her to style the talent's hair exactly as they had done for his photographs as well, even using the same hairpiece extensions. So I guess when it comes down to that, he's like, all right, well, look, these bitches hired the same person, the same makeup team, the same hair extensions like the same exact thing um at this point i if i were him i'd be mad too but also like i'm also kind of like kelly like what can you really do like if someone wanted to hire me and they wanted me to look exactly like i did over there i mean i'm gonna just say okay like (laughs) pay me and then that person's (laughs) just gonna be mad yeah i don't understand i i guess i get that it was his style but like if I, like, wear a t-shirt and a flannel, I can't just then be like, you can't wear that, too. Like, I mean, you can't just have a monopoly on style. I guess they did really take it overboard. Like, they, they did. Copying yeah, everything. But it was, I guess it was his concept. So he really does probably have a right. But honestly, those makeup artists and models, they get paid for this. So, uh, but then again, as long as it was his styling and everything and it wasn't just like what the makeup artist or what she looks like then well i forgot what i started saying shit Uh, (laughs) whatever whatever i also just feel like activist i just like activision probably shouldn't be stealing characters from like Like, just you guys have a shit ton of money exactly that's higher i don't know just Hire, I don't, it's just hire someone to create the characters for you. But I'm sure someone saw it somewhere was like, I want that. That's the perfect look. You know, they probably had that Eureka yeah. moment with yeah. the Call of Duty developer or whatever, the artist. And I get it, but like, don't, they didn't need to hire all those people. Like, how, <laughs> like hire the same how, exact people. <laughs> it's not a hard look to recreate, really. It's not like a, it's, 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 she's just like an army girl lady, it's like so generic. Crazy. I don't understand. Yeah. And I, they probably ask her too, I guess, right? Like, I would assume I, so. I, I don't know how. They're like, tell us like, like, everything. Who did you, who did you work what? with? <laughs> Who's your agent? <laughs> what did you wear? What shoes? What do you, like everything? Yeah, it's so funny. The only thing that annoys me about this story, honestly, is that Activision Blizzard is a huge company. So it's like, why yeah, y'all took this from this little man? Like, like, this is the one thing he had, and you just come in <laughs> and just like, we want exactly like that. And this guy's like, fuck the big man. And that's the only reason I'm on his side is because, come on, Activision Blizzard, like, why yeah. y'all did this to him? 
he had one good thing going for him, you know? Like, he's a small indie dude, and you come in here, and you harass his model, make her find the same people, or you, like, go behind the scenes, and you're like, oh my god, who did this, who did that? Like, leave them alone. Go model a better character, because like Grayson said, she's pretty basic. Like, no offense to the model, you're beautiful. No offense. But, like, it's a it's a basic generic Yes, there, there it is. Yeah, it's literally you can't a even see it. I, it's a gun in front of her face. That half the game is a gun in front of her face. It's a basic generic character, and like I see the resemblance, but like, dude, calm down. Everybody, just calm down. Go hire a black lady and put her in the game. Damn it! <laughs> like it's Black History Month. Go hire a black woman. In Call Stop of Duty, us. you don't even see your character. You, well, you, they're not even. Yeah, it's, it's, they're not even too... it's a first-person shooter. You don't even see it. You see the arms. That's it. Also, she was the character was first available as part of Call of Duty Modern Warfare Season One Battle Pass, which you can buy for a thousand COD points or around ten dollars. So you gotta go pay to be basic, which is like, I mean, I guess they made money <laughs> off of like her. I guess I don't know. I just thought that was really wild. So now's the fun part. Let's talk about money. Unless anybody else wanted to talk any more about no um, money. Yeah, money. No money. Let's go money. <laughs> Let's money. Uh, so, With financial earnings. Yes, which are fucking ridiculous for Nintendo. But before I start on Nintendo, I wanted to start on um, the Square Enix portion, which I thought was just really interesting. So over at GameSpot, there's an article titled Square Enix Remains Profitable Despite Steep Losses um, in the Wake of the Marvel's Avengers Launch. So we all know that Marvel's Avengers was a pretty bad take for uh, Square Enix. But despite that, they also had last year a Final Fantasy VII remake, um, and they made a lot of money, surprisingly, on their mobile titles as well. They had Dragon Quest, um, they had Final Fantasy XIV, they got Dragon Quest. Square Enix has a shit ton of stuff, so I want to talk a little bit about um, what happened with them. So the article article from GameStop says that Square Enix has released their latest earnings report despite its gaming side operating at a loss for the last two consecutive quarters, which is so bad. Uh, the company oh. has managed to achieve year over year, year over year on year growth and remain profitable in the process, which like it's so crazy to me. And like honestly, that's the reason I want to talk about this. It's so crazy to me that you can have such a big loss for two quarters and still come out making money because of, you know, set titles that people are just super excited mm-hmm. to play. Like that makes absolutely no sense. Like here's two quarters of trash. Like we're just going downhill. We're not making any money. And in the end it's like, oh no, but we we, we made more than we did last year, so we're all good. Um it says the company saw uh, operating income rise by 47.7% to 41,022 million yen. Wow, I can't read numbers. Um, and those figures were down 4.3% when compared to 2019's numbers. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake proved to be a big hit for Square Enix as its Q1 release saw net sales that were more than double what the company's best period was in 2019, earning 34.1 billion yen. Like, holy shit. Like, these numbers. That's money. These That's numbers right. are crazy. Like you could just release Final Fantasy VII and be like, "All right, year is done." Like just put out whatever else you want to. Yeah, probably what they did. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Marvel's Avengers doesn't look too great as long as we have Final Fantasy VII out. Just go ahead, just throw it out. It's fine. It'll be good. It'll be good. I can only imagine what, what I only imagine the profit margin it would have been if Avengers had actually been a success. Oh my god, uh, this probably would have been their best year in a decade. And honestly, I'm sure if, they if were Avengers banking on it. Off- I'm sure yeah. they were banking on it being a success because it's right yeah. after the you know films are done. I re- the, the cast was really great, like the the English cast for this game was really great. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because the story was really good. 
I think just yeah. the gameplay was kind of trash. Um, and it goes on to say that there was, uh, they were, where is it? Square Enix suffered a decline in net sales and operating income despite its um, earning 18.8 billion yen in that period. A loss of approximate, approximately 5 billion yen was recorded during this period. Um, and it says that the Fallen Profits lines up with the release of Marvel's Avengers in quarter two. And um, they were unable to establish a healthy player base and it sold below expectations and sales on MMO games such as Final Fantasy XIV and Dragon Quest X also dipped in 2020. But mm. they uh, still managed to remain profitable thanks to players generating revenue inside of those games. So even though they weren't, um, you know, they dipped in numbers, uh, people were still buying, you know, in-game shit. Um, that sales and operating income rose also for uh, PC browsers and smart device games, which include Dragon Quest Walk and Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, which I am currently addicted to and cannot stop playing. Uh, I literally was playing it all day today. That's literally all I did. Uh, PlayStation has recorded a blockbuster year with 4.5 million sales of the PS5, which we're going to go on to. But Square Enix specifically, um, I, I, Grayson, I think you played uh, uh, Marvel's Avengers, right? How yeah you, so yeah tell me how you felt about yeah it. like you said like you said the story was i was intrigued by the story um pretty much because i'm not like really an online multiplayer guy but i'll just like willing to give this one a chance because i knew they have the single player mode but like it, it, it comes to a point in a single player campaign where you're just like you can tell when the game starts to like fall apart because the multiplayer um aspects come into the single player and you're like wait what the what the hell is this? Like, it's, you can say what the fuck. I mean, it's fine. There's, there's, yeah, yeah. Just, just like one mission where like that's when other people can join you, and that's I kind of I, I kind of just dropped off of that, and I never played the story mode. Wait, again. hold on. And, I, any, I, any little, any uh, before you, because I need a little clarification on that. Is that like a late game story mission where now no, you have no, to it's the beginning. So oh, the beginning. Okay. So okay. to kind of okay. describe it a little bit, okay. what happens is like when you play the game, you have to go out on these missions, but it's very much not like a story driven RPG type thing. It's like a mm -hmm. games as a service destiny style where like you have yeah, to go yeah. to this, like you go to an area and then like there's a circle, right? You have to stay in that circle the entire time. And um, someone can join you, but if they go out of the circle, they kind of fuck up your mission. So, like, you and the, the other person, like, everyone has to stay inside the circle while you're doing combat. But the really stupid thing is that, like, the characters I had were Hulk and um, Miss... Uh, was it Miss Marvel, right? Miss Marvel, yeah. I had Hulk and Miss Marvel. All their moves are fucking huge. Like, you can't... <laughs> there's no way the Hulk can stay in this tiny fucking circle. It is the most... And that's the exact mission game. I'm talking about, where I stopped playing the game. It, it, you can't... Like, you can't do it. Like, you can't... No, like, and this it, is boring. It, yeah, and it doesn't feel like a single-player experience anymore. It feels like you're... No. Like, even when you're playing single-player, you're... It feels like you're playing online, and there's a timer, and you just gotta stand in the circle and, like, repeat the same thing over and over. And that's how every mission in the game is played. Like, that is how you play yeah. gameplay-wise for the mission portions. The exploration is fun. Everything around that is fun. But then it also becomes one of those go back to the hub, select the next mission, travel to it, stand in the circle, don't go out of the circle, go back to the hub, select the next mission, pay money to do that um, a little bit more. <laughs> like, that's the game. And it's and it sucks because the beginning they kind of trick you right because the first hour it's or two totally I absolutely game. loved it's so great I'm like Kamala Khan the first probably first Muslim main character in a video game mm -hmm. oh my god her family is cool oh my god she's so endearing and it's so heartfelt I'm learning so much about her background I started reading her comics because of this game and then I got to that point that Drell just said that mission where it's not linear anymore and it's not story based 
you're not, not focused on the story anymore. You just have to like do these repetitive actions over and over again. And the, I was liking the combat a little bit at first, but like it does get repetitive after a while and it doesn't feel that satisfying. And you just kind of feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again. And it's just like, I feel like they had a good story mode somewhere. And they wanted like a long campaign. But they wanted to, to sweep these, um, these MOBA things, like, you know, live act. Um, what's the term uh, for these online games? Like, uh, uh, games? Uh, live, yeah, live service, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't want to cram that to the story mode and ruin, like, the only good part of that game, which was, like, just really unfortunate. It's cr- like you're literally traversing the city as Kamala Khan in the beginning, and it's so fun. Like, it's kind of yeah. like Spider-Man, right? Like, it's like you're just mm. going around, doing all the cool shit, and then when it comes to, like, actual gameplay, it's like, what? This is not the game I purchased. Like, this is a completely different title. Mm. Um, and that's what happens when you try to make money. And you know what happens? Great, Enix said it doesn't matter because we released Final Fantasy VII, so <laughs> we got the money anyway. <laughs> yeah, and this game should have been huge. Like, this game, sh- this game could have been, like, Animal Crossing big, I think, if it, if it was good. Because then- Avengers, like... Exactly. And on top of that, you know, with Square Enix making so much money, now we also, I, obviously we don't know what the deal was um, that they inked with Smash, but then on top of this big year for Final Fantasy VII, now you have Sephiroth and Smash. I'm sure they're just, like, making more money from deals on Final right, Fantasy. Right, So <laughs> they're just, like... They also, the they also re-released another game this year. Which one? Final Fantasy? Um, well, no... No, no, no. Uh, Dragon Quest? No, no, um, Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah, yeah the Definitive Edition, the Echo. Right, yeah. That one came out for PS4 and Xbox this year and PC this year. So that was another. And again, I don't know if you remember that article I sent you a while ago, Jarrell, but uh, Dragon Quest apparently is such a big thing in Japan mm-hmm. that um, mm-hmm. that you know their uh, schools are asked not to be open on a day stay, Dragon right? Quest yeah. comes out because oh so many kids skip and. Again, again, it's oh, actually, I was going to say something about that. Uh, Dragon Quest, they came out with another one, Dragon Quest Tax. Uh, I tried that; it's pretty good. Um, but right. yeah, but like, right. um, but like, yeah, I guess again, it's like Jarrell was saying, like, you know, you're Square Enix and you have all these other huge titles. You, I guess, you can't afford to release a pretty game and then just be okay at the end of the year. Um, I mean, it's really scary though, like, because these it are is, the it is you know, Nintendo numbers, but it's like, if, if, if they did multiple titles, like Avengers, like I'm sure Avengers was expensive as fuck. Like just oh, yeah. from licensing, like, Oh yeah. Alone. Always cast. Like, yeah. yeah the licensing and, I, and now they run the cast, risk like, of never being able to make another game with them because Disney's probably gonna be like, Oh, you fucked up the first game. Why should we give you another chance? Uh, and also just like the post. And also I'm really glad has been, Terrible. Yeah. Oh, like they've been delayed. Yeah. They, I don't think they still put out a DLC. They're for that game. Or, it, 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 we're still waiting. Yeah. It just. I think it just came Spider-Man. out like this month. And Spider Man probably gonna come out like who, it doesn't even matter anymore. Like Spider Man <laughs> is not gonna save really that game. It. People it got really so doesn't. angry that it was exclusive to PlayStation, and now when Spider Man comes out in fucking summer twenty twenty two or whatever the hell <laughs> right. come out, that game like. I wouldn't be surprised if they just don't put it. I don't know. That game is like the the player base drops so low where I don't even think they would even put them out anymore unless it's coming very soon because that game is not even when they start putting out the the content that they promised, it's not going to get more players, I think. So it's just not unless they overhaul something or everything. I think it's yeah, the normal. entire game. <laughs> just do redo the whole game. I think Throw it's it out the window. when um, games as a service kind of drop off. Like I I think that part is normal. 
right? Like, mm-hmm. when people play oh, a game and they start playing it, and then once they finish it, they kind of go away until, you know, the next big thing. So I do think people were kind of going crazy at the drop-off of Marvel's Avengers, but I think that's just because so many people had it in the beginning. Like, a lot of people had this game. Um, yeah. So then when you have a lot of people that have your game, the drop-off is significant. Like, if we look at the the Animal Crossing numbers in the middle of the pandemic, and we look at retention for Animal Crossing, 100% those numbers are very fucking different. Like, I'm sure people have not, you know, all their villagers are fucking dead. Like, I'm sure people have not picked up that game since, like, May, maybe, or June, or since shit started opening up. So the, 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 the drop-off is significant, but I think when you have a lot of people playing, it's... It's understandable, but you know, some people come back to Animal Crossing for updates. Nobody's going back when Spider-Man releases on uh, PlayStation for Avengers because who even still has Avengers? Just Me, Spider- Spider-Man, 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 Spider-Man content. content. It's not even story content. He's it's just, just playable. a playable character. So, yeah. So you, so you can do the same repeatable. I mean, repetitive missions, but with Spider-Man. Mm. There's no. So I don't even know if they'll have like voice lines. Like, will he have like that? Like, it just it's just Spider Man. Like, I'm sure have voice lines, but like as far as like they said, <laughs> yeah, story, just Spider Man. But like, it's just not even worth. And if that's the, the case, game just up. go play Miles Morales for Black History Month. It, yeah, you know, better it. game. <laughs> yeah, or the original Spider Man, way better game. <laughs> so uh, continuing on money, Sony has said that the PlayStation Five ships. Four point five million units as of December thirty first, twenty twenty. They came out in November, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. So in like a month, they sold four point five million units. There were also eighteen point four million first party games sold across the PS4 and PS5, ending in the quarter of December thirty first, twenty twenty. And for reference, the PlayStation Four shipped four point five million units in the same twenty thirteen quarter with its release. Um. The number of active PlayStation Network users across all PlayStation devices has reached hundred and fourteen million, and the total number of paid PlayStation subscribers is now forty-seven point four million, which is up from the thirty-eight point three million in the same quarter last year. I personally think that's because the PlayStation Plus selection has just gotten better and better. Um, yes, I think it's Ooh, just I think so. It, it's it's crazy because Xbox is pushing Game Pass so much, um, but Xbox Live. Uh, games are almost always forgettable. Like, I can't even tell you what came out for live. Maybe Kelly can, if she cares enough. Um... Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I mean, on... On, on live? Google? Yeah, on gold, sorry, yeah. I, I don't even... I no, right? Like, nobody knows. That's what I'm talking I mean, about. I know it came out on Game Pass, the medium. I mean, I played that. Yeah. Kelly's <laughs> like I don't care about Xbox. Uh, she well, used to care. Had... With the, I feel like the live gold games are just never as good as PlayStation Plus uh, because the Xbox um... has Game Pass too. So like they have two things going on, you know. Yeah, I but... feel like the Game Pass games are more important than like the live gold games that come. But then out. you still get those free games, right? Like you get Game Pass. Yeah, Even yeah. if you have Game Pass, you do get the live games, but they're so forgettable. <laughs> like, and I feel like they're always old. They're like from 2012. Like, oh, we put Hitman One and like Final Fantasy 15. I'm like, okay, well, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's like super old. And and the the I I think that's why they have this increase. And uh, you know, obviously, more people are playing on PlayStation now because more people have access to Playstations now. Because, um, actually, that's not true. Let me shut up before Gabe is like, I don't have a PS5. It's not because I actually. <laughs> Yeah, 4.5 million gold, and he didn't even get one. 
Actually, so I'm gonna okay because I, I I wasn't gonna say this I wasn't gonna say this but you can pull the trigger. So I uh, I think it was last week there was a report that 10% to 15% of PS5 sold were to scalpers, right? So I heard that number. I was like, that's actually not as much as I thought until I heard 4.5 million units of a PS5 were sold. Do you know how many consoles I could have had a chance at getting? 607, no, 675,000 consoles went to scalpers, wow, and I am stuck math. with zero. I did do math, and I really hope my mom doesn't get this far into the podcast, because my entire life I've been saying I hate math, I don't like doing math <laughs> in my head, and I did math right now, and she's going to see us and be like, you, you, no more excuses. Um, when it's about video games, he can do math all of a sudden. <laughs> I, yeah, it's ridiculous. You gotta motivate it's, this one, you know? I see. You really, you really do. It's literally, I'm telling you, like, if my colleges had, if my colleges, like, if I went to that college that had, like, the Skyrim uh, degree program, I would have, I would have had my doctor by now. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> tell you that right now. I got um, a doctor in Skyrim. But, um, but it, it's, it's, I don't know. Again, I feel like, oh, because I, this is me and, my, and a personal tirade. I just wanted to put those numbers out there of how many scalpers robbed some people, a.k.a. me, from happiness. And this is also all to say that uh, demand for the PS5 has still not been met yet. So had there not been a pandemic, you know, had there been a, a better production line, the PS5 would have definitely sold more units, like 100%. Like, yeah. I, I still know people that are still looking yep. for, for PS5, so it's crazy. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, Gabe, it's crazy to think about what could have been. Like, PlayStation could have been so successful in a month, like in a month mm-hmm. period for financial earnings. Um, I, I think it's it's great actually that they're just even with the with the um, PS4 while still having production issues. Um, it, it's these numbers though, like what? Um, 4.5 million units worldwide, which includes, you know, that's going to include Europe, that's going to include uh, Japan, and those are all um, you know, areas that came out after the US, I think, right? They, they both came out after? The yeah, US. one week after. Mm. Yeah. Um, and um. then you still can't get like a PS5 because uh, and I, I hate to I hesitate to blame Sony because I mostly blame retailers because they have really bad ways of being able to purchase PS5s and, yeah. and Xboxes. Like, I literally went into the store and they were like, no, COVID, you gotta go home. And then I went home and it was sold out online. Like, literally, the time that it, they were like, go home, order it, and then just come back and pick it up. I was like, okay. Went home, got it in the cart, pressed checkout, gone. And I went back and I was like, hey, bitch, Walmart, you fucking asshole. You told <laughs> me to go home when I could have just fucking bought it because I was right here. You wouldn't let me and now I don't have one. Why you just buy it on your phone? Why'd you go home? Uh, cause I I went there super early, like once the store opened, so I had to wait uh. until three p.m. Cause it, it wasn't online available until three p.m. And I was there at like six thirty a.m. or some shit. I'm not gonna wait at Walmart for six thirty. Which also, for anyone listening, um, if you're thinking like you know they were doing that because of COVID protocols, complete bullshit. Because oh, Black Friday was two weeks later that month, and they had no problem with people waiting outside their stores to buy stuff. So, as, as we're going to blame the retailers. It's just that yeah. if you work for a retail store, don't noise? let me find out. Yeah, what's that noise? I think... It okay, stopped? It is stopped. <laughs> yes, okay. I think that might have been... Do you guys hear it again? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It came back. 
Okay, so I'm not going to touch that anymore. How was that? What is that? It's like something rolling it's on the, the little, floor. No, no, it's it's the little screw it's for the mic stand. Stuff. It's Gabe playing with stuff, as usual. Oh. Lovely editing for Jarrell. Um, so, <laughs> moving on to Nintendo. Stop it! <laughs> I did that. I, yeah, no, I have to. Gosh. Anyway. Korean Dynamite. Nintendo has posted earnings for a huge holiday quarter <laughs> in which the Switch sold more than a, the console, any console ever. Um, if I'm correct. Yes. 11.57 million consoles compared to the 4 million PS5. 11.57 million. Insane. I can't even think of how many Switches that is. And, and if I remember correctly, that was when, um, there was there was a switch outage, right? Like we couldn't buy any during yeah. the pandemic. Like there were none available. Yeah. So imagine if they were actually like available, that number would be higher. Um yeah. anyway, this now brings the switch close to eighty million sold units since its launch in twenty seventeen. Eighty fucking million. Like, wow. Uh, Nintendo has since increased its forecast for the fiscal year, ending March thirty first to twenty six point five million switch units also boosting its net profit estimate 33% to 400 billion yen or about 3.82 billion dollars. Um the Switch has now outsold the 3DS in terms of lifetime sales, which was crazy because the 3DS was one of those that was also up there. Yeah, it With was. With the older handheld reaching a total of 75.94 million for the um 3DS, um only 730,000 3DS games were ever shipped during the last quarter, underlining that the platform really it was dead at that point and this is over from uh the verge titled mm-hmm. nintendo raises switch sales forecast after monster holiday quarter um it was also a massive quarter for nintendo in terms of software sales with nearly 76 million units sold in software altogether mario kart 8 deluxe and animal crossing new horizons both crossed the 30 million mark for the first time why are people <laughs> still buying mario kart i guess it's like one of those classic like you have a nintendo it's fun man well, you gotta have you mario bought- kart because I have a Wii U. good bundle. Oh, with, and it came yeah. with, it? with it. So oh, yeah. yeah, so that counts. That's true. That's because true. you download it. So if people got yeah. the bundles, then that counts as like. So it's, yeah. it doesn't even count. It's, it's like the Wii. It's like Wii Sports. Yeah. It's like Wii Sports being like one of the highest selling games. <laughs> God, yeah. Wii Sports was fucking good, though, right? It was fucking I mean, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just good. a Mario Kart 8 hater because I actually played it on the Wii U. You're so I am. I played it on the Wii U. I was expecting something better. I, because I'm, I've been playing the same game for however many years since it came like out. Like 10 years you. almost. Yeah, like at this point, there's nothing almost. new. I have all the DLC. I had all the DLC in the Wii, you know, era. So when they brought it back, I was like, I don't, this is nothing new to me. There's new oh. court, there's no new courses. Like, it, what do yeah. you, you have like online play, sure, but I've been playing the same game like Grayson said for 10 years. It's not fun. Yeah, to like, me I, I never, I, I never bought Mario Kart 8 actually on Switch because I'd had it on Wii U. So like, I'm in the same boat as you. But yeah, it's like so many people that own that bought a Switch. Most of them have never had a Wii U, so it's like a new game to them, you know. Despite yeah. so many parents picking that up, thinking it's a new game, like it's just so many. That game just flies off the shelves because it's Mario Kart. You know? Yeah, yeah, for, that's, yeah. For three years old, I'm sure it's fun for y'all. But for I love it having that shit for ten years. I mean, Brandon, yeah, Brandon's loyal, obviously. Like he's been playing for. 10 I literally years. played a tournament last Sunday. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I streamed that tournament. He's been playing for 10 years, and he's still happy. I am not going to play the same game for 10 years, unless it's Final Fantasy VII Remake. It was Double Dash, damn it. I, that's what I said. I Sorry. was like, bring out Double Dash. Actually, when you have I, was, the I was looking at a YouTube video. 
Double Z right? it's, it's like it's in it's your hands perfect. right there, it's bro. It's in your hands right there. Double dash. Like, come on. Nintendo. Like, I think I think I brought that up to one of my friends once, and they're like, "Oh, but the controls." I was like, "Dude, on the GameCube, you only needed you only needed the um the accelerate button, the brake, the control stick, the jump, and and the and the throw item." You and also all the buttons on the GameCube. And also, you're talking specifically about using each Joy-Con to control, like, ostensibly, like, like, uh, uh, like one car, right? Like the two car, like the mode where like people are in one car, right? Mm-hmm. Then There's you like don't need the, the full person, controls. You don't because the other person's exactly. on the back throwing shit. Yeah, like I yeah, want to be on yeah. the back while, like, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna use Kelly as an back. example because I don't I don't want to sound bad. No, no, no. Because if I said what? a dude's name, because if I said it, never mind. I okay. want to be on the back right. of Kelly's car while she's driving and I'm throwing shit at hey. her. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. a terrible driver. Okay, well, you know, I'm a terrible thrower. So I know. put us together <laughs> and it'll be fun. Uh, anyway, I'm actually looking at a video. Oh, never mind. If you're going to get back on rail, I'm going to... I gonna... was. Um, so, Animal Crossing New Horizons and Mario Kart 8 both crossed the 30 million mark, which is crazy. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Pokemon Sword and Shield have now sold more than 20 million each, which is really also huge for a Pokemon game. If I'm not mistaken, that makes them the third best-selling behind uh, Red and Blue, um, which... And Gold and Silver. Okay, Red and Blue and Gold and Silver Some and third, then Sword yeah. and Shield. Which, like... Yep. All you motherfuckers who was like, I'm not gonna play because they don't have the stupid. Yeah, that boycott uh, worked out great, huh? The whole everybody and like, oh my, Nintendo, you suck. Like, yeah, fuck y'all. Y'all all played the game just like me, and apparently you all liked it enough to keep buying it and pay for the DLC and all that other bullshit. Um. The, the biggest Switch title coming in the next quarter is most likely gonna be Capcom's Monster Hunter Rise. Um. Who cares? Quarter, uh, yeah. More than 12 million who, who consoles cares? shipped already. I'm sorry. That Who cares? As in, that's not a part of what I was saying. Um, oh. <laughs> with oh. more than 12 million consoles <laughs> shipped already at this point in the year, um, this article thinks that 24 million Switches is still a fairly conservative prediction. Um, because last year's <clears throat> quarter saw Nintendo uh, ship almost 11 million consoles. So... Out of those top games, how many have you guys actually played, or how many do you actually own? All of them. Every single one. Wait, what, what game? Of, Was uh, it like the... Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Animal Crossing okay, New Horizons. That that's, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> Breath of the Wild and Pokemon Sword and Shield. But you just got yeah, your Switch. All of them. You just yeah, got Yeah, well, I have games for it. I just don't have those. <laughs> She's like... I have Lego Harry Potter and Just Dance 2021. Cool. You know and what Mario I hate Kart. about Just Dance? And, and 3DL stuff. A little bit of a tangent as well. I hate the fact that Just Dance <laughs> now has those um like in game ads for like buy this song. Terrible. It's so bad. Have you played it yet, Kelly? No. Or you just own it? I okay, played yeah. Just Dance on the PS4, but not on the Switch. They didn't have. No, Drew, Drew, I bought I bought the latest one for Switch during mm-hmm. COVID because yeah, I just wanted some exercise. And fu- the the worst songs are there first, and then you have to buy the rest of them. And like I, I just bought the game. Exa- like you gave me like I just fifteen paid $6 songs for this, and then. <laughs> Because like, I did EA make the game. Oh my god, who like, made the game? The... Ubisoft. Okay, thank Ubisoft. you. Ubisoft. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. I was like, half the game is un- like blocked. I was very taken aback, honestly. I was like, I just paid sixty dollars for this, and it's like, like you said, it's like fifteen songs, and then it in the game while you're selecting 
the, like you can see all the songs you can play. It's like, oh yeah, this yeah. song, this song's oh, no. there, but oh. you can't click it yeah. unless you buy their. And I think you have to buy their pass, right? Like you can't even it's buy. They have like a, they have like a subscription kind of thing. I yeah. Was like, why pay sixty dollars? Video game huh? at that point. <laughs> It should be a free game, and then you just buy the songs yep. you want. Like, I shouldn't pay $60 and then yeah. not be able to access the songs there. And then, like like Grayson said, there's still ads. So it's like, I paid for ads in just ads. Like, why am I watching an ad? I paid $60 for this shit. That's not how ads work. You don't get ads when you pay for stuff. If you go on Twitch and you subscribe, guess what? You don't get ads. But if you buy fucking uh, um, Just Dance, you just gotta dance. still watch a fucking ad for a game you can't uh, for a song you can't play because you don't own it because you know you're not subscribed. It's so bad. Ubisoft, I'm so disappointed in you. I used to love Just Dance. That's some poopy. Just play it on the Wii. I should. I, I mean, no, Honestly, it's probably the like, same though. Probably the best version. Just Dance 19 is has a Wii version. Just want to make sure everyone knows that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it the doesn't have online Dance. because Wii doesn't have online anymore. Oh yeah, um, I forgot about that. Um, anyway, I just wanted to put a point in Gabe's face, um, that Animal Crossing has crossed the 30 million mark for people that own the game. And I have I think, a okay, very I... perfectly, I have a perfectly reasonable explanation for that. You can say all you want about Animal Crossing beating Breath of the Wild. I'm gonna tell you two things. I wasn't and one of them is gonna be, it's... what were you gonna say? I was just telling you that it sold really well. And people still play anyway, it. Look, I'm going to tell you exactly why that happened. And this, you guys can say no to this all you want, as much as you want. And I'm telling you right now, it's because of the pandemic. It is 100% because of the pandemic. The little, when we heard Animal Crossing was coming out, all the fans were like, oh my gosh, Animal Crossing. And you know, of course, they started sharing it. It got (laughs) everywhere. You're sitting at home, bored. You can't go to work. You can't go out with your friends. You can't go out drinking. And you see your friend retweet something about a talking He's not a raccoon. What is he? Tanuki. 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 A talking Tanuki. And you see this dog that everyone apparently loves for no apparent reason. Because let's be honest, he doesn't really do much in the game besides talk to you. And everyone's like, cool. Oh my god. And then also, let's not mention that a very, very adorable console version of Animal Crossing came out at the same time that obviously bought the game. That's the only... If this game had released any other year where we weren't struggling with the pandemic and we weren't struggling with the government that doesn't know how to care of shit, that game would not have crossed 30 million so quick. And you can say no as much as you want. I see the nose. I see the head shaking. No, I will thing. stand by this. When I I don't disagree with the... I actually don't disagree. I, don't I, think, disagree. I think it still would have sold very well. Because yeah. Animal Crossing yeah. always yeah. does well. Uh, yeah. But 30 million is 100%. Yeah, you're right. 30 million is yeah. because of pandemic. Yeah. But if I you're agree. thinking that it wouldn't have, if you're thinking that uh, Breath of the Wild would have outsold it, I think that Animal that's, Crossing that's is more of going. a, well, good, because that'd be wrong. So don't no, 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 no. It's more of a what? Wait, it's more of a what? It's it's more of like a casual game, whereas Breath of the yeah. Wild, like, you have to, like, yeah. want to play a Zelda puzzle hard yeah. game. Whereas yeah, like Animal Crossing is like chill, and that's what know? game, and that's what Gabe was yeah. saying too, because because it is such a casual <laughs> game, anyone can play it. Just like, like, like non gamers bought this game, non gamers bought Switches to play this game. So yeah, the first time, it's, yeah, which is what I, I was my... gonna say. Mm-hmm. 
I would say, like, I have a cousin who's, like, my age who bought a Switch to play Animal Crossing. Now she's playing, like, Luigi's Mansion and Mario Odyssey and stuff. So it's, like, tons of people are in that same boat. Animal Crossing like, has also yeah. long, has, has, has always, has also long, since Wild World for the DS, I would say, been a gateway game to get other people that don't normally play games. Game. I, I would go <laughs> early on the DS. <laughs> well, the game I think, was, I think um, the New Leaf on the 3DS sold, like, that 13 too. million copies. That, too. New Leaf, New Leaf so, was, before New Horizons, New Leaf was the one. That brought people yeah. in, but Wild World, Wild World helps sell DSs. Like I have a cousin that mm-hmm. never played a game in her life, but that bought Wild World and like a few of the DS games afterwards. You guys are so funny. Sorry, <laughs> like, Jarrell, I, I interrupted like, you. No, 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 it's fine because I love that. Yeah, we all interrupted so... Gabe. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's okay because one day I'm gonna get mine. Hey, it wasn't me this time. I agreed with you. What are you talking about? I know. I know. <laughs> it wasn't me this time. I'm just saying it wasn't. You brought it up. Of course, about. it was you. No, no it wasn't. You, you. I can go into your mind and see the little cog <laughs> clicking and working, and he's like, "I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna piss Gabe off." Watch. No, I would actually agree with you. I don't think anyone here disagrees with you. I think we all know for sure that yeah. Animal Crossing. Thirty million is because of Animal Crossing. Hundred percent without pandemic, it would have been like 10, 15. That's my prediction. Yeah, no, I can. Oh, I, I probably would have done twenty. I would have said like seven. Yeah, yeah, we the twenty area. More than because yeah. because again a lot of it a lot of it was you know people putting it on their socials and stuff and being so I didn't even fucking know Animal Crossing was announced until like three weeks before it came out and it was because one of my friends retweeted it and they're like oh Animal Crossing I'm like Wait, hey, I know on. that game Gabe how is that possible did you not watch the Isabel Smash trailer because they literally linked us uh, uh, the reveal after Isabel got announced Wow all right. As soon as soon as as soon as I saw it was an Animal Crossing character, I turned it off. Okay. It's just it it's just it 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 wasn't it wasn't I'm sorry, but like I saw Animal Crossing, I was like, I'm already sorry, tired of the villager in the game because in in the Wii U Smash game, the villager was a pain in my ass. So I didn't want to see anything of Animal Crossing. Um I'm I was gonna say something else too that completely slipped my mind. <laughs> I don't uh, she'll I... hear it. No, no, she won't. We're covering it very tightly. But what was your um, point, Gabe? What were you going to say about Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing? Now I have Well, to I, origi- I originally thought that Drill was going to be like, oh, Animal Crossing outsold Breath <laughs> of the Wild. And I was going to be like, I have I mean, a it did. reasonable lot to... I mean, I know it did. I'm very well it did. But let me also reiterate that Breath of the Wild saw increases in sale this past year. Again, because of the pandemic. But with that logic, should have been one of the Game of Year awards. Uh, anyway, oh my um, god, here we go. Back <laughs> I'm always gonna bring that up. I'm always gonna bring. It. Oh, so great. I, I regret asking because this thing, Grayson, that we did. Um, because we had a we had a little problem with Among Us being one of the games that was eligible for nomination. Yeah. And it um and one of the reasons was it had to do with an in, um an increase in popularity again. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, well, with that logic, Breath of the Wild should be up there for something. Uh, it's a running joke. Um, but I don't if, actually if, need if it. Already won. It I mean, yeah, it, it already got its award. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, one game else I was gonna say. Um, Wait, what? Did it? Time. No, Odyssey did, didn't it, that year? No, uh, 2017 no, was 100% Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it was Breath of the yeah, Wild. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Odyssey was one Don't of the running. my yeah, yeah. short. Nintendo was, like, competing with herself. Yeah, that must <laughs> yeah. be nice. Yeah, Magic is so good at <laughs> games so good that you compete so with yourself. Which game will win? It doesn't matter, because we're Nintendo. And the worst <laughs> part about that is, you know, they have so much money, like, now. I 100% expect that things need to get better. 
Like, there's no reason. Online? with Yes, online. I'm going back to that bullshit. Like, there's no reason that online should be as bad as it is when y'all made this much fucking money. Like, this is... This is <laughs> Animal Crossing is sold more than, like, everything. Like, everything ever. And, with and, the money alone, Animal Crossing alone... Huh? I was going to say, with the money that Animal Crossing made alone, they could have fixed their online by now. Yeah, uh, I don't Red know. Dead, Red, Dead, Red Dead 2 sold like, sold like 29 million copies or something like that, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, Animal Crossing sold more. Like Animal Crossing but also, like... <laughs> Animal Crossing is really just accessible, and I think that's, that's what I was going to bring up. Like, it's a really yes. accessible game. Like, right, yes. I have friends who literally, like Brandon said, went out and bought a Switch just to join the Animal Crossing phase. Like, it's very simple to just wake up you know, um, in Animal Crossing, do your daily chores, talk to your visitor, uh, villagers, visit a friend's island. It's really not on the same level as, like, you don't have to get in the same headspace to play something like Breath of the Wild or some of the scary shit that Kelly plays or some of the J- uh, the <laughs> RPGs that Brandon will play, like, or anything online that Gabe decides to play. Like, none of that is on the same level, right? Like, I can literally turn on the Why Switch right now. Because every time I want to play something, you're playing with somebody else. So... I don't um, know if we can talk about that one. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's yeah me. It's really easy. Like anyone can pick up and play Animal Crossing, and because of the accessibility, I and and, and I talk shit about uh, uh, Mario Kart, but I, it's another one that's really easy to play, right? Like yeah. my nephew was just playing it. I don't play it, but my nephew was just playing. It. He's three years old. You just turn on the auto like auto accelerate and the thing that keeps you in the track, which I can't think auto of. Auto acceleration. Auto auto steer auto accelerate. You can yeah. Auto steer auto accelerate. Horrible feature. No, it's a great feature. Just I literally gave my nephew the three year old the switch, and I was like, go, and he like for hours was just like. And it would just put them back on course. And it's those things that make games like Mario Kart and Animal Crossing so successful, I think. Because once yeah. you can once you can reach a higher audience that has the ability to play a Switch and, you know, it's handheld, so you don't have to really worry about, you know, the kids hogging the TV. And and this was a point that I made about Balan Wonderland. Everybody was talking mad shit about it. I was talking mad shit about it. I played the demo and I was like, oh my God, this game is perfect. It has like one button. Like, and I know a lot of people think that one button is bad, but for me in the situation that I'm in with the kids here and stuff, I was like, oh my God, like, yes, every game should have like one or two buttons. A lot of games now, I think put too much shit in their game. Like I I can't agree with that. I I don't like collectibles anymore. I don't want to collect a hundred of the same shit. Y'all stop it. Like I have, you know, a limited amount of time to play. The the Last of Us 2. If I had to collect more shit, I was going to... One of the reasons that I have more time in The Last of Us 2 is one, because I was scared as fuck. So it did take me longer. I would literally just sit there being scared until I move forward. But also because it was like, oh my God, like there's more shit to collect. I have to explore more. I got to do more shit. I just wanted that game to be done. And then when it wasn't done and I thought it was going to be done, I was annoyed. And then I had to go back because then uh, once again, I thought it was done and it still wasn't fucking done. And I was like, oh my God, end your game. Again, it has like two different, three different endings. End your game. (laughs) Stop making me do all this shit. You know what Battle of Wonderland? Does, it's like, hey, you guys are out. It's two fucking buttons, bro. All you gotta do is jump and hit. Like, and I was like, thank you. This shit is so easy. And it's beautiful and it's simple. And it's like Animal Crossing. It's beautiful. It's simple. Anybody can play it. It has issues, yes, but it may, it sold 30 million copies. Oh, yeah, it does. 
yeah it has issues but it sold 30 million copies so who gives a fuck about its issues not nintendo give more updates <laughs> throw more shit they're doing that um and i want to talk about this also really quick with you guys they're doing that um that uh, uh hello kitty collaborate oh, hello kitty collaboration where you can buy the uh you can buy the hello kitty cards exclusively from target for six bucks you get six character cards they come with a little um sets we don't know yet if they're going to come with the characters in the sets but we do know that you should be able to get the um hello kitty sets like the bed sets and all the accessories mm-hmm. and stuff in it um if animal crossing releases those cards for six dollars but you can't get the characters do you guys think that that's fair no if you're just paying six bucks to buy furniture items for animal crossing exclusive no. furniture six items. bucks for because mm, you get know. in the pack you get six cards <sighs> and each card has yeah. a character and each character has their own set of like things that they bring um, to the game you know what character you're getting though right when you yes it's, you not, like, it's not like random it's not like okay, okay. Oh, okay. it's the okay. character on the card like you're getting so it's not like they know but yeah it's, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it reminds me a little bit of like the old booster packs they were doing with the with the uh, amiibo cards. Yeah, it's but... like the amiibo cards you have now, except for you, uh-huh. instead of getting the character, you would just get the stuff that the character has. So far, sure, but you okay. might get the character as well. I don't know. I can't. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's 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 some people who who like you know would would, would totally get it. I, I can't even say I wouldn't because if there's some like really nice furniture in those cards. Hell, I might do it. I would 100% pay $6 to get Hello Kitty as a villager. 100%. Same. I pay $12. I don't, give me her. I, I, I've seen like two Hello Kitty media, but I would still do it. I would. Oh, she's so good. Um, please, Nintendo. Please. I, me- I remember, I remember it, what was it, years ago for Splatoon 2, they had that Splatfest as like the Ninja Turtles in America, but then it was in Japan where it was like Hello Kitty versus I think my melody or something like that. And you and Christy were like crying. I was but so I was mad. Like, and, and and I was like, yeah, Ninja Turtles! Fuck Ninja Turtles, give me Hello Kitty, what the fuck? Yeah, me and Zach were like, Team Ninja Turtles, like, yeah, this is great! And you and Christy were just like, no. Like, fucking give me Hello Kitty every Oh, well, Hello Kitty year. would fit right in an animal. Yeah, I can imagine it was like, Perfect. It would! Hello Kitty's literally an animal village! He is Animal Crossing. Everyone in Hello Kitty's, like, friend circle could be in. Yes! Like, they're tiny, they're short, they have big heads. Like, yeah, yeah, it's perfect. They're all weird animals. <laughs> it works. And then, when the Game Awards comes back, it'll be popular again, because everybody's playing Hello Kitty, and then now, instead of being, oh, Game of the Year for Zelda again, it's gonna be Game of the Year for Animal Crossing again. Because it was shocking. I will, I will literally stop playing video games for the rest of my life if that ever happened i 100 percent. i would never hey, touch me i would sell my ps4 yeah, I'll, give sell me, my PC, give me. I'll sell my switch give it to me. i'll sell, I'll I'll sell, sell everything me. that's game related <laughs> i will get rid of all my zelda stuff all my what else game stuff i literally only have zelda game stuff i'll get rid of all that and i will never touch a video game in my life never if that ever happened cool, i'll drive right over there and buy all your stuff you don't have to. I'll do the, I'll do the pleasure of driving the 12 hours and 12 to 16 hours. What? Road trip to Game's house will buy all his shit. I'm not buying it. I'm giving it away. Nobody's going to Game's house. Just ship it. Okay, better. Free, get, that's no. better. <laughs> yes. Like, ship um, shit. First of all, the scenery to my place is very beautiful, mind you. Secondly, I could take you guys out to some delicious food spots. So It's the least I can do is taking all his shit. But you is... <laughs> Invited now, Jero, just because you said that. He's, like, willing to give us all of his free stuff just so we'll I hang out with him. I just wanted him to ship it here, so I won't. Okay, no, like, go to your no, place no, no, and, no, like, no, no, no. you give me no. free shit, man. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. I'm going to show you anyway. You can I, stop me. 
You are... Anyway, because um, that was weird. Uh, did anybody want to mention anything about uh, Nintendo's crazy amount of money that they made? Hey, give me some. Uh, honestly, I'm not even surprised. No, neither am I. Like, now knowing a couple of games now have recouped what they spent on making games in, like, a weekend or, like, a day now. Cyberpunk 2077. Same Cyberpunk day release. and oh. the medium in the mm-hmm. weekend that it came out. Which, it was on Game Pass! I didn't even pay for it, but I guess Xbox pays them per yeah. download. I don't know how mm-hmm. they get paid, but... Like, they made their cost back in a weekend. I think Hit- Hitman 3 also. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's not even surprising to, to hear that Nintendo is, like, making so much. Because if you can recoup... Like, they probably recouped what they made on Animal Crossing in, like, a day. <laughs> oh, for sure. Or, like, shirt, yeah. you know? Pre-orders. Like... It's crazy. It's a simple little game, you know. It's not yeah, like, not that expensive. Yeah. I'm sure it's like crazy. I, you know, I also think it's really interesting that Nintendo's really, you know, doing this on games that um already have fans, um that already have established groups. Like everybody knows Mario Kart. They know the um, bread and butter. Yeah, like you are exactly. You already have a group that was going to buy Animal Crossing as soon as it was announced for Switch because we haven't had one yeah. since you know forever New Leaf on 3DS, which was fucking years ago. Um, yeah. So you already know that people are going to buy this, right? Like, you, you tease it with um, Isabelle and Smash. You already know what's going to happen. Um, whereas something like uh, The Medium and Cyberpunk are two brand new IPs that are just, like... I, I think it's really cool that the brand new stuff is able to make back, um, yeah, recoup its uh, its its, its uh, development costs. Like, uh, uh, it's crazy because I think a lot of other companies outside of Nintendo have to or should start doing new IPs to be able to do that because when you're just rehashing the same... Well, never mind. I take that all back because apparently Capcom is doing really well with their Resident Evil bullshit. They just keep giving you the same games remade over and over again and it's working really well. And yeah, this time we have big mommy vampire girl. Yeah, but that's a new one. Else. That's a new one, though. Um, Resident Evil 8 is going to be new, but like, you know, you had the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes, which also made a decent amount of money. Now you have Monster Hunter Rise, which nobody can tell me is not an expansion to Monster Hunter World. I don't care what y'all say. I played it. It is what? to me. I'm sorry. Huh? It is literally just an expansion to Monster Hunter World. It is like, it is literally quality mm. of life improvements to Monster Hunter with new shit added and a new story. It is an expansion. That's it's like, like, like that's what every new Monster Hunter game is technically. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Isn't that what any new game You're is? Kind of right. It it is very similar <laughs> it does to the world. The same You're things. not wrong. Like I thought it was a new game, and I was like, "This is legit the it, same game, game with game? new classes." It's, it's, it's like Monster, it's like Monster Hunter Four to to World. It's like, well, that's a big difference. But World is such yeah. a big <laughs> jump for the series. You know that now this yeah. is like the continuation of World because World is so successful. Yeah. So now they want to continue to build upon that. And I think this is like their first step and kind of playing around with like new things. But yeah, you're not wrong. It is very similar. Well, I don't know because I haven't played Monster Hunter. World was my first one. So when I played this one, yeah. I was like, well, this is the same shit. Why am I going to pay $60 for well, new classes? Well, I think, I think that's the thing, though, because Monster Hunter World didn't come out for Switch. It came out for everything but Switch. So it's like, I know. Maybe, maybe it was one of those thought processes of like, like oh. Roots. Yeah, it's like a way to bring yeah, World to Switch without bringing the yeah. actual game because it's like you know that game's way yeah. too pretty to bring to Switch. So that's another thing. Stop giving yeah. me ugly Switch games. All that money y'all got. 
make pretty switches. But, I, but see, that's that's a, that's something else though. It's yeah. this goes to show that no matter how many problems we end up having with Nintendo, whether it be their online, whether it be their graphics, it's their fan base doesn't die. And because it just grows. People and I continue to say this: people yeah. love Nintendo get away with every fucking thing because they're Nintendo. Which I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Because people love Nintendo. Look, Kelly bought a whole yeah. Switch so she could go play Mario that she played thirty years ago. Thirty? Excuse me. Wow. Mario's wow. card has not been around thirty years ago. No, what is that? No, He's talking about the Mario All Stars. Yes. That's not even thirty. Uh, years. Isn't it well, thirty fifth anniversary? Twenty. Thirty fifth anniversary of Mario Bros. Not of Nintendo sixty four. Look, Jarell's just salty again because he missed out on nostalgia. He didn't play these games when he was younger. And there he goes being salty again because it's not the Jarell way; it's the wrong way. To go play some Nintendo sixty four games. Well, I like. Kind of, I had been looking for a Switch, I wanted one for a while, and then I saw one for sale, and they had been out for so long that I just, like, bought it. Like, I panic bought it on Amazon. I was like, there's a Switch there, I'm buying it! And I just, I panicked, and, and I the first thing it. you did was bought that Nintendo 64 game. Actually, no. My boyfriend, my boyfriend bought, bought that for but me. You wanted. He surprised me. But I wanted it. He was like, "This is all you talked about for weeks." And then I haven't it's even played it. It's three games. It's three games it's three for sixty dollars. I don't yeah. think it's too bad. I'm not saying it's it's yeah, two of which are very graphically pretty. I'm not saying yeah. the cost is bad. I'm just saying Nintendo has y'all by the balls with their uh, yeah, they're, yeah. They're really they really they know they know will pay anything for old games. And for Twitch, some reason, like, y'all just keep doing that shit, and they'll make it look like there's a Zelda collection. When they release that Zelda collection, yep, yep, yep. yep. There are games that are classics. I know. Talking about the remaking Resident Evil, like the first ones, like those games were like so good that people want to like live that again. People want to see that with updated graphics. I mean, like you, you love Seven. Shut up. Oh, don't get me wrong. I think remakes are great. Like I think being able to experience something you didn't experience before is fucking awesome. Like. 100%. 100%. I'm just saying Nintendo got a job by the balls with nostalgia. Final Fantasy has my, Look, my, my whole balls. Like, they can... I, I, right. I don't have in, in your defense, though, in your defense, though, you know, the 7 and the 7 remake are actually, you know, that's an actual remake. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's in a, your defense. Definitely a remake. Whereas, yeah. like... These are, these are updated yeah. ports. I saw yeah, Brandon... Nintendo doesn't really yeah, I saw Brandon streaming, and I was like, can you change the camera? And he was like, the camera angles are tricky. And I was like, well, this looks bad. Really <laughs> like, Sunshine and 64 had some rough camera angles. This I ain't gonna lie. Galaxy like, was 64, great. 64, like, it makes it almost impossible to play. Like, yeah. I think it I rage quit. They like, updated it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. Galaxy is yeah, the best. When, that, when that Legend of Zelda 35th anniversary comes out this year... I'm going to buy it knowing damn well I'm going to be playing Ocarina of Time with the same pointy-ass graphics I played on the N64. I don't give a damn because it's a good game. It feels good to play. And Link is just one of my favorite characters in the world, and I got to give him money. I really hope that your nostalgia does. Give me a um, That the game holds up to your nostalgia. Yeah. Because it would really suck. No, no, trust me, it will. Because I've, I've, I've actually downloaded an emulator on my PC and played the original 64 version, and it's, it's like I'm playing it all over again. So I know it's gonna hold. I played Ocarina of Time like two, two years ago. I know that's gonna hold up. Why y'all playing all these old ass games? Y'all must really like this. Like, I don't because, no, because I didn't. Because my, my three years ago, nostalgia has power. I'm just yeah. out here well, trying no, to. Also, finish. I also, my three years ago, games are good. Like, what? 
my, my 3DS was in charge, so I couldn't play the, the 3DS version of Ocarina of Time, so I was like, I'm, I don't want to wait for it to charge, so I'm just going to go ahead and download an emulator. I'm literally just out here trying to finish new games, and y'all are just like I played my I played my 3DS so much last year for some reason. Stop it. I played for like five minutes, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. It hurts. It's so dark. The screen's like so dark. I can't yeah. see anything. I tried um, Bravely Default, and I was like, there is no way I'm playing this shit. Like, it looks great, but no. Like, I have a Switch now. I have upgraded. I will like, never regress. I'm like, bougie now. I'm 100% bougie. I can't. Like, I can't go play. Like, I can't. Um, last thing, actually. Uh, a tweet says, uh, uh, there's an article here, and there's a tweet for it that says, Hideki Yasuda, the senior analyst at Ace Research Institute, Inc., said that Nintendo has practically eradicated eradicated PlayStation from the Japanese market. In fact, a certain chart shows that 99% of TV game sales of 2021 in Japan is just Switch. And it says the presence of the Switch in Japan is particularly overwhelming. In the weekly sales ranking publishing by Famitsu, most of the top titles are Switch games, and Nintendo has practically eradicated PlayStation. It is unfortunate, but as I pointed out before, the decline of the PlayStation brand in Japan has become a well-known fact. And then there's this wonderful, for anyone who can see me, there's a wonderful graph of the 99% (laughs) Switch and the 1% PlayStation um, sales for 2021. So, I, and I mean, numbers don't lie. When you have 4.5 million PlayStation sold, that's including Japan. And then you have, you know, <laughs> how many did I say? 13 million? 20? I, I don't even remember. How 30. Many. 30. Thank something. you. 30 million Switches. Like, of course it's eradicating the PlayStation 5. Like, bruh. I mean, PlayStation in general. Like, it's just four. Yeah, four. PS4 specifically. And that charted. And but that I think that's what me. makes it so much more impressive. It's, you know, it's a console that's out and available for other people. It's not like it's competing with the PS5. So I think, but again, I think that well, all plays like, into the Switch being the console. It's like, you know, like PS4 sales too, right? Yeah, it's a PS4 yeah. sales, yes. which is like... This is like PlayStation in general. Oh. No, no, no. This is PS4 sales specifically. So, oh, PS4. Oh, I mean... Yeah. Which I well, think they, they had a new console coming out. Why would they sell? Yeah. But that, I mean, that makes, makes it... Kind of Go ahead. Does it, but does it make it worse? Like, cause like, again, like you're comparing it to a, a, a console that's, you know, most people got their PS4 is more than three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah. it's not like they're making any new sales over there. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, you could also <clears throat> contribute to the fact that, you know, the switch came out and, it, you know, Nintendo finally allowed their, you know, third game, uh, third party games onto it. So, like, you know, I don't have to get a PS4 anymore to uh, to play The Witcher to play Dark Souls. I guess you can look at that, but again, it's kind of comparing like it to an old console that's been out for a very long time by now. Did yeah. you see that video of um, when that like one store that had PS5s in Japan and they were just all on top of each other and it was just really bad? Yeah. Like yeah. no, I didn't see that. I will send I that to that. you after the podcast. Like the, the oh, it's it's brutal. They were like fighting for PS5s. So they ended up having to close the store in Japan. Oh and my I god! Was like mm, this is another another example of retailers doing a really bad job at being able to sell consoles. Like why did y'all why did y'all do this? Uh, anyway, uh, we talked a long time. So to wrap wait, up, hang on. Okay. I got I got I got thoughts about this I'm too. Sorry. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. So like. Obviously, again, this is comparing like PS4 sales in that in in, uh, in one region to Switch sales in that same region, but honestly, I think it has some a lot to do with the way uh, the sales are of like the, how consoles sell in Japan in particular. Because like to be perfectly clear, handheld 
systems in Japan always kill it. Always kill it. And that's just because of like Japanese lifestyle. There's a lot of commuting that goes along. Like we talked about this podcast before, how these ugly ass switch ports of games like The Witcher will still sell in Japan just because you can play them handhelds. Because now it gives people that can only really play in the handheld lifestyle to play the games, even if it's not the best version of it. So for a system like the PS4, that's only a home console that, you know, you can't take it anywhere in the same way you get a Switch can. Like the fact that the Switch is both a home and a, and a, a handheld console was kind of the final nail in the coffin for, for like the PlayStation. Obviously, it's still going to do well. And the PS5 is still going to do well once they, you know, get units of it. And, you know, big third-party games in Japan, like the Final Fantasy series, when 16 comes out, that's going to sell some PS5s everywhere. But it's still not going to, like, really touch the Switch because, like, when you think about, like, third... You know, when you think about, like, these really realistic games, a lot of them come from Western developers. You know, you got these realistic-ass games like Call of Duty, made by Activision. You got your Ubisoft games. Those are all, like, third-party um, Western uh, Western games. Whereas Japan mostly puts out, like, more, like, stylized games, I guess you could say. Final Fantasy is kind of like your exception in that instance, but those take forever to come out, let's be real. So, like, they aren't, like, as high priority <laughs> like Nintendo. So Switch, you know, you don't need to have, like, a like a really powerful system, like the PS4, PS5, to make a game that looks pretty. Like, the game can just have, like, a really good art style, and, you know, that's all you need. Okay, fine, and, I agree, I agree. Yeah, that's all. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying about that. Yeah, but so the switch in that case will just per- fulfill that niche. They, they, they can uh, just do it. Yeah. And I think it's just going to continue that way. Even Dragon Quest Eleven, like we talked, Gabe's really talked about about how crazy Dragon Quest does in Japan. Even Dragon Quest Eleven didn't do as hot on PS4 compared to its 3DS port, which only came out in Japan because that's a handheld system, and also because they knew a Switch port was coming. And guess what? That that Switch port of Dragon Quest Eleven when it came out in Japan did huge. It did huge because that's the one that everyone was waiting for. So, like, I think that's just going to continue. The PS5 is a damn powerful console. It's going to do well in Japan, but the Switch, I think, is just going to continue going uh, higher and higher and higher just because it's both. The PS5 is currently on track to be the worst-selling PlayStation in Japan currently. I believe that, and, Again, you know, say, more fucking units. More um, units will change. More well, units will change the conversation, but I don't know how much is going to change the conversation. One of the things that I I know for sure. I, well, I was reading this article about it, but one of the things I remember specifically is when PlayStation announced that they were switching the um, confirmation buttons from. You know how in Japan it's the circle for confirm and. Um, and oh, US that too. X, that too. Uh, PlayStation yeah. was just like fuck Japan. It's now gonna be X for everything. So they kind of were just like who gives a shit about like our Japanese audience. Then they moved over to California and apparently according to this article over at um where is this from? CBR.com they're talking about how um the they switched the command buttons which I, I, I said they were talking about how there was no Japanese narration for the reveal video. Um, they've had subtitle issues. They're talking about censorship issues when games come from Japan over to the U.S., specifically on PlayStation. So, uh, according to this article, Japanese uh, players are not very happy with PlayStation, and so this is... Uh, st- and, and, and having said that, I mean, PS5 is still selling over there crazy. Like, if you can get your hands on sure. that, it's still going to be a, a, a console that people pick up. But, I mean, I see why. Like, having read this, I understand why. Like, you switch my fucking confirm button, you asshole? Like, why? What's the point? What was the point of switching the confirm button like that? Like, you have infrastructure in your system that can easily switch those over, right? Like, just, ha- like, 
why I guess if you don't want it region locked, you should still have the option to be able to switch them based on the region that you're in. So uh, sure. I see PlayStation just doing some unnecessary shit. But you know, Final Fantasy's gonna come out. People are gonna buy more. Either yeah. way, nobody over there is buying an Xbox. Yeah, Xbox oh, not even yeah. a Japanese conversation. It's, it's not even in that pie chart. It's like not <laughs> no, even. it's not. It doesn't exist. So it doesn't exist. Oh man, um, it does not exist. Now to to end this, mm. I said that I was going to ask you guys questions at the end of every podcast because I have fun doing this. Grayson, yeah, you get to be answering questions too because we're about to end this lovely podcast. Um, but before I do, I want to say thank yous personally to Grayson for coming on and chatting with us today. Um, You're the man, Gray. Really, it's been a wonderful time. I got to have you back. Um, we're going to talk about more video game shit. Um, so thank you. And of course, thank you to my uh, lovely HP Critical podcast crew, Kelly, Gabe, and Brando. It's been a great time with you guys for 55 episodes. I know we haven't all been on the 55 episodes, but 55, I think this is. I don't know. Did I say 53? It's 53. Well, just come back to episode 55 so I can say it again. Listen again to episode 55 and I'll just say it again. Um, anyway, I got some video game trivia for you guys this time. Okay. Oh yes, okay. trivia. Okay. Ooh, I'm good. It's gonna be it's gonna be Nintendo centric because I know you. Ooh. All love well, then I win. Let's go. <laughs> Kelly's like yeah. trash. Pass <laughs> me the dub right now. Let's all go. Right. No, no, no. Uh, this this is gonna be easy. Kelly, first question is for you. Okay. Okay. Mario first appeared in what video game? Super Mario Brothers. Final uh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um. No, it was Donkey Kong. But don't worry. Oh, I didn't know that either. I don't know. Alright, Gabe, next question. In Minecraft, what typically results from <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Nintendo, Minecraft is hey, Microsoft. Hey, 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 question. Who just joined Smash Bros? Fuck Steve! This is not a Nintendo question. I asked it. it. The character is Steve, Alex, Zombie, and uh, and Enderman. Good job. There you Good go. Job. See, I'm proud you of you. Even I'm proud let of me you. Can you ask me a Zelda question? You I have didn't a, even let me finish. I have, it. A, I have a Triforce and the Master Sword. I have the Master Sword back there, and this man says Minecraft. I guess I got the answer right. All right. Now, this one, this one is between Brandon or Grayson, because I didn't know the answer to this, and I don't know if you guys know. If you do, you're fucking crazy. Uh, cool. I'm who glad is I am. The Nintendo... It just might be crazy enough. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> who is the Nintendo character Mario's namesake? Mario character's na- namesake? Yeah. Like, who is Mario named after? So, I don't think that was actually confirmed 100%, but supposedly Mario was named after the landlord of, like, the building that Nintendo was, like, staying in for a second. Oh, yeah. Well, how the fuck do you know that? Like, I, 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 I know too much shit on Nintendo. <laughs> Why do you even, like, know Wasn't that? that Kirby or was that someone else? No, Kirby was a lawyer that helped Nintendo, like, like... When, okay, when, that's when, what I was thinking of. When Nintendo made Donkey Kong... Like Universal or some shit, like got on them for saying, "Hey, that's like King Kong. We're gonna sue you." And then Kirby, the, the Kirby was the lawyer the that Lord. like got them yeah. off. So they named Kirby after that lawyer. That's what I thought. I get those confused between Why Mario and Kirby. Know this stuff? That's crazy. I appreciate. Why <laughs> are you American? To that. Like, well, the Kir- the Kirby thing I think was on like that uh, high score documentary, which is how I learned that that detail. I don't know where yeah, I learned too. the Mario shit. All right, this is for anybody. What year was the SNES released? SNES. Yep. I got Japan? the answer. To, I wait, Japan or America? Actually, I don't know. I, both, either. Give me. Cool. Uh, does anyone else know? Because I know both answers. 
I'm, I'm thinking 87 for Japan. Is that right? Wait, not the, not the SNES. November 21st, 1990. No, maybe. He looked it up. Did you look it up? I did. Yeah, I did. That was a Japanese date. That was a Japanese date, yes. All right, so, uh, in America. Wait, do you want the exact date? Because I don't know the exact date. I just know the year and the just the came year. out. Just the year. Okay, 91 for the U.S. Damn, okay. Brandon. Okay, all right. I'm going to give you a different one. This is not Nintendo related because you're just cheating at this point. What? There's no fun. <laughs> I'm just... I, I, I think this is still valid. What is the highest selling game console to date? This one's easy. Oh, I know that PlayStation one. PlayStation 2. There you go. Yes. See, that was yeah. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, I know that. And, oh, I got one for Kelly now. Oh, All right. go get her. All right. Blizzard Entertainment is most well known for what video game franchise? It gotta okay. be World of Warcraft. There you go. See, that was nice. <laughs> I have one more. I haven't played WoW. Well. I, I was okay, like, anyways. when I went to your stream, I was like, oh, is she playing? This is not, wow, what is this? And then it looked scary. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then you got scared. And I was like, yep, this is some scary shit. That's Kelly for you. Um, <laughs> Last question. <laughs> what food was the character Pac-Man modeled after? I know the answer to this as well. Does anyone else know? Wait, I always say wait. Scott Pilgrim line. Oh my god. That, I, I know. Paku Paku. <laughs> that's, 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 that's the that's the the It translates to fuck man. Fuck man, yeah. yeah. Oh a hockey. Okay. That's the noise it makes, right? When it's not this. Yeah. So the so so the answer to that is that is that there was like these two uh, guys in a in a in a pizza parlor. They took a slice off and like, yeah, that's our character. It's literally based on a pizza, pizza. with a yeah. slice with a slice off. All right, Brandon. Wow. One more question. That was in the documentary like too, right? The that was also in High Score. Yes, and I didn't know that until I watched High Score. <laughs> okay. I always I always assumed pizza, but you know, I need to finish that. What's the most expensive video game lemon. to date? This actually might be old. I, I I don't know if this is correct, but um, Damn. what's the most expensive video game made to date? Actually, uh, how, most ex- most expensive oh. made or well, hold on, most expensive made or most expensive to buy? Made, made. Okay. Oh, the game came out already, right? Yes. Oh, that's actually a good okay. one. I gotta think about that one for a second. <laughs> most expensive game made. Ah, uh, shoot! I feel like I it's gonna t- be an old one. Wait, I think I know. Was it Grand Theft Auto Five? Bro, what the fuck? Okay. Yes, sir. Makes <laughs> yes. How do you yeah, that do makes sense. That's good. That's good. All right, all right. I got one more. What Pokemon am I thinking of right now? Charizard. That's game. What? Uh, you no, are thinking of Lilligan. Wrong. Oh my god, but that was so close. That was so close, actually. Wait, which one? Which one? Really one? I, I was actually thinking about Butter Butterfree. Butterfree? Yeah. Okay, I had no chance, man. That's not one of your your rotation ones. I know. I had to. I I was really mad that you were just getting them all right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not fun trivia if you know all the answers already. Jeez. I feel like we should all throw one question at Brandon now. All right? Oh my god, do it, do it, do it before we end. Everybody, ask Brandon. A yeah, I got one. I got one. And Majora's Mask in one of the walls that you can find a bunch this. of notes that you can play on the Ocarina for. No, no, no watch oh. this. Uh, that you can play. This is actually a little known fact. Uh, you can play. On the wall, you can find a bunch of notes that you can play on your ocarina for some rupees. What's one of the songs that you can play that's a, uh, appeared in one of uh, the previous games? You can totally play the Sun Song as one of the songs in the wall. I didn't know that. That's not the song I was thinking about. <laughs> like, bruh. Bruh. I really, like, why? <laughs> like, why did you but give him multiple choices? You, oh, you 
Oh, Majora's Mask That's question? That's his favorite, like, his favorite thing, Zelda thing, game no, is the thing, the thing is, like, the thing is, I was looking for Zelda's lullaby, because that's, like, the little-known one, but I, I generally did not know sure the song. I'm pretty sure it's on the wall, too. Anymore. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, some but, song is, like, one of the ones I know for sure is on there. But it's Brandon's you know, favorite game. Mm-hmm. Do you know the year that Nintendo was founded? Do you remember the year? I'm not going to give you the choices, because if you know the choices, <laughs> it'll be easy. <laughs> No, I know it's in, I know it's the late eighties. I don't know the exact year, so you yeah, got me there. Eighteen eighty nine. So you eighteen eighty nine. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna get really hard trivia next week, Brandon. Get me, and I'm sure you already know what they were. They did before they did games. Oh yeah, which is the, cards. The trading cards. Yeah. Yeah, that was the I'm first. Really game. feeling this. This is too it, easy for you. <laughs> next, it's not gonna be anything Nintendo. It's gonna be PC and Xbox. Okay, cool. That'll get me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes. Kelly, Kelly can back me up when I get them wrong. <laughs> He's like, I guess. I don't know. I really wasn't into gaming that much. Same. I don't know. I didn't know then, the answer to any know, of those questions. That's why I'm just like, mm, whatever. If you get it right. I only knew the PlayStation no, 2 was in today. like a Game Informer or something. <laughs> Brent, I mean, like, Chris, did you say we all learned a lot today? Yeah, we did. Did we? Class. Class was in session. I won't uh, forget the year that Nintendo was founded now. Or any neither would I. Because I got a, a question wrong, so now I just have to know forever now. I learned that people yeah. are racist and Nintendo makes a lot of money. Like billions of dollars. Because I'm so nostalgic we talk about money. stuff that happened before any of us were born. You're right, because I'm so young. And with right. that, <laughs> it's been a wonderful time talking to you guys. Thank you, everybody. Thank you all for continuing to listen to us, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.